This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a beautiful night of football here in Pleasanton as a couple of top ten teams getting together as the Bulldogs playing host to Kennesaw. Kennesaw comes in number four in the state. The Bulldogs are number ten in the state. But then outside of that, besides the fact both are undefeated, that's kind of where the uh, differences begin because Pleasanton is going to put the ball in the air a lot here tonight while Kennesaw's bread and butter traditionally under Coach Schnitzel has been on the ground and that will be the case here again this year. Pleasanton on the season, Jackson Keyshaw has already thrown for over 550 yards. Kennesaw had a tough go of it but won last week against Overton but rushed for under 99 yards on the game, right at 99 yards in the game. That is way under their average, uh, but they want a real slugfest against the Eagles to remain undefeated. I'm Randy Bushkutter. Joining me tonight is Scott Mullering to help us with our color and anal- analysts. And uh, again, Scott, this is a contrasting style here. We're going to see the ball in the uh, air a lot for the guys wearing red and the guys with the blue pants. They're, they're, they're going to ground and pound. Yeah, and I think it's uh, quite a contrasting style, obviously. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Pleasanton controls the ball with their passing game. Uh, you don't want to get in a situation where you're going two, three incompletions in a row and forced to punt and then getting beat on a little bit by the, the big boys from Kennesaw. So it'll be an interesting game. It could go fast. It could go. We could be here a long night if we have a 1,000 incompletions. Who knows? Yeah, and again, with Kennesaw, we won't get that many from them, that's for sure. Uh, they kind of were in a unique position last week because that was their season opener a week ago after Overton had already played a game. And uh, you made your, your most improvements after game one, before game two. And as a result of that, they played a, a team that had a lot of uh, experience under the belt this season. And they're a young squad. And they're still trying to find their way. But they were able to, to win a great defensive battle one week ago. And they're going to try to bring that defense here up north to Pleasanton tonight. Yeah, and you go from uh, playing Overton last week for Kennesaw, where you know, you, you're used to Kennesaw being an, a similar team to Kennesaw, ground and pound. Uh, now you, uh, the, like you said, you have a young team, and you have to completely change your entire defensive plan from one week to the next. So it'll be interesting to see how Kennesaw adjusts to the spacing and the tempo that Pleasanton's going to provide tonight. And Jackson Keyshaw, as we mentioned, has thrown 50 of 70 passes for 559 yards, four touchdowns, only one interception on the season. Not only is he obviously the leading passer, he's also their leading rusher as he's carried the ball uh, 23 times for 67 yards. So he'll still carry the ball a dozen times uh, on the night. You know, sometimes they'll be dropping back to pass, and then you scramble, and you gotta you got to have that contained with somebody with as much athleticism as Keyshaw. Yeah, and you're gonna. Pleasanton's gonna put a lot of people in uh, one-on-one positions, or try to anyway. Take advantage of their their good wide receiver duo that they have started in the year with, and then you know let Keyshaw do what he can from there. Uh, if he's forced to run, he's shown he obviously has run already this year, leading rusher. Um, so it, it's going to be an interesting defensive game plan for for Kennesaw, and it's it's just going to be a, a really nice 
uh, contrastive styles uh, type of ball game. And we'll get a sense of what Craig Sinsler has in mind here as we talk with him coming up next here on our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. After we talk with Coach Snitzler, we'll have a discussion with Ricky Westlin, the head coach of the Pleasanton Bulldog. We'll come back to that as we continue with the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. We'll step away for a moment, back with the coaches right after this. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99. A top 10 battle in our eight-man ranks here in the area tonight as Kennesaw is taking on Pleasanton and hitting the road for the first time. Head coach Craig Schnitzler and his Blue Devils. Coach joins us here. And, Coach, uh, you had to wait a week to get to some football, and you had a tight one on opening night. How did you think uh, things went after you went back and looked at the film? Well, you know, as we evaluated uh, how the game went, uh, you know, it was – we were excited to get the win, um, but I thought our kids uh, played really hard uh, throughout the game, and I thought defensively uh, we got better as the game went, and offense, uh, we made plays when we had to. How much of this was Overton getting to play a second game versus you playing a first game? I, I think that, that played into it. Um, you know, they were able to after their first game, were able to see what they needed to work on and what they were doing well and what they needed to fix. And, you know, we were kind of going into that game a little blind uh, in that regard. Um, we just had to play hard, and I thought our kids did that. Of course, uh, it's hard. almost every year we can say, hey, you're coming back off a good year. You had another good year last year. But you do have some kids that are coming back, about half the, half the starters are right there. What was the offseason like uh, building on what you guys did last year? I thought we had, uh, coming out of summer, I thought we had a great uh, summer lifting uh, and conditioning. Our kids uh, really worked hard at it. And um, going into this season, we actually had our attendance was better than it's been. Uh, Overall, we had uh, 33 days average for for the players. And so that was great to see. You know, they're bought into what we're trying to do. And then, uh, we we conditioned extremely hard this summer, and I think that really helped in the first game because our, our depth right now just isn't there when you've got 21 kids out and 10 of them are freshmen. <laughs> I was going to say, on the other side of that, you just have a handful of seniors and only a couple that are in the starting lineup uh, for you. When you take a look at uh, one of the key moves that you made, Wyatt Hansen, and uh, in your offense, I think there's not a whole lot of difference, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, if you're the running back or the quarterback, it's kind of all the same system. Uh, what's Wyatt's transition been like? How tough is that? Well, it's you know you go from pullback to eye back. Um, you're not going to get the carries 
near as many carries as a fullback in our system as you do as the eye back. And so, you know, he's he's adjusting. Um, he's still not where I think he can get to be as far as a running back. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the things that I was really pleased with last week is we took care of the ball. Uh, we didn't make mistakes in that regard. And, and uh, you know, Overton's front was, was big. They were strong. And it was difficult running. But, I you know, I see him improving daily. And I think as the season goes, he's going to be a really good running back for us. And one of your young kids, Tyson Denkert, you decided to, to go with him with the quarterback role. And he actually had the most rushing attempts. And uh, we joked a little bit, uh, all three touchdowns came through the air. He was pretty efficient uh, taking care of the ball that way. Yeah, he's really uh, come along. Um, you know, we knew he had great uh, feet, and we knew we could use him in the running game. And it was one of those things this summer. He, he spent some time. He, he he worked at throwing the football through spring and, and in the summer. And, and then uh, he's just getting better uh, technique-wise of, of throwing the football. And, and uh, so that's been fun to see. And he certainly was on target uh, last Friday night. Well, I guess the fun thing is we talk with Craig Schnitzler, the head football coach at Kennesaw. You say Tyson Denkert. You say Sean Duffy. You talk about some of these kids. We've heard these names before. Either it was their dad or their older brother. So you got some of the younger kids in the family that are right there carrying on this Blue Devil tradition. Yeah, we do. You know, they've uh, they've watched some of their older siblings. Uh, you know, Sean Duffy had, I think, three or four others that played before him, and of course, Tyson had Ryan uh, a year ago, so so they've had some good role models uh, in front of them, and and I think that's really helped them in their transition. Let's take a look at Pleasanton tonight. They've won out. They've won their first two football games. And Coach Westland, you never know what to prepare for with him. I think after the first game, you know what their philosophy is going to be. But, boy, they chucked the ball all over the field in their first two games and uh, pretty efficient in last week's game with Axtell. Yes, they were. You know, it's uh, a year ago when they had the Riziki running, it was smash-mouth football, option football. And, and this year, uh, go through first two games, uh, you see a different style. But, you know, they're throwing it a lot more, but they're, they're doing it uh, at a high level, and, and they're very successful with it. Our friend Bob Jensen says if you can throw the football, you've got a huge advantage uh, when the weather's nice in Nebraska because – it doesn't matter what level it is. It's just tough for high school kids to defend the pass. Uh, what do you think about that statement, and how have you guys been preparing for Pleasanton? Well, it, it certainly is tough, you know, um, in preparation for a team that throws like that. Uh, you know, first you've got to have four people that can cover well. And then on the other side of it, uh, do you have four JV kids that can can kind of give you a look of what, what they're trying to do? And so, you know, there's some – uh, it's very difficult to prepare for uh, when the weather's in their favor. And, and, you know, they knew they do a nice job. And, you know, keys for us, I, th- I think we're going to have to get pressure on the quarterback and make him throw when he doesn't want to throw. And, and uh, you know, I, I have confidence in our coverage guys, but we certainly got to help them by getting pressure on the quarterback. How much of the linebackers will be involved uh, in their corners? We, we talked about this last week. Not only do they throw the ball a lot, there's some height for Pleasanton, and your corners aren't exactly going to match up height-wise with, the, with their wide receivers. No, we yeah, we can't match up uh, height-wise with them. Uh, hopefully our speed, uh, we can match up with them there. And uh, our kids jump well, so, you know, they're going to have to get up because the ball's going to be up there where they can get to it. And we've got to have some knockdowns. And, 
you know, and, and maybe get a pick or two here or there. Uh, but I think really the key is going to be the pressure on the quarterback. All right, Coach, uh, we'll let you uh, get back to your pregame preparations here and look forward to a cool top ten matchup tonight. Uh, best of luck to the Blue Devils. All right, thank you, Doug. It's That's... always a pleasure to be visiting with you. You bet. Craig Schnitzler, longtime coach of the Kennesaw Blue Devils, and uh, they will be challenged as they take on Pleasanton tonight. We'll hear from head coach Ricky Westland on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99. It's the home opener in week three for Pleasanton. Not many teams had to start the season on the road twice, but the good news is the Bulldogs won both of those football games. We saw them last week take care of Axtell, and head coach Ricky Westland is back with us as they get a new challenge tonight in Kennesaw. And, uh, Ricky, if you got to start on the road, you just will go win them. Yeah, that's correct. You go out there and win big. Kids did a great job, you know, playing up to the task. Well, let's talk a little bit about last week's game. Uh, you, you were in a dogfight for the first quarter and a half, and kind of once you punched the first one in, the floodgates opened and got your defense rolling even better, and, and you were able to get yourself a nice cushion by halftime. Axtell made a little bit of a push uh, there at the third quarter, but I guess that's the sign of a good football team. You, you shut them down and finished it off strong. Yeah, the, the kids did a great job. You know, we kind of messed around too much in that first half. We uh, we stopped them. Um, they got third and long. We picked it off, ran it down to about the uh, 25-yard line, I think. Well, on that play, we decided to push somebody in the back, so we pulled that one back. Uh, then in that uh, first offensive series, got down to the nine-yard line and decided to go back and penalty again. And I think we had first or uh, might have been third and goal from the 32, 38, somewhere in that neighborhood. But that's not a great way to start out offensively. But once we calmed down and corrected some of the errors we were making, you know, like you said, in that third quarter, things started opening up pretty good for us. You made a couple of a little adjustments the way you made your lineup from week one to week two. How do you think that worked out? It worked out great. Uh, um, defensively, uh, the kids just, they're like I said, after week one, they're trusting each other. They look to each side, and they know who's next to them, and they know who's going to do the job, and they can trust, you know, now that I can go make plays. Um, so that's that's what's great. You see the confidence coming through. We didn't necessarily have that in the last couple of years, and now just the confidence on the field, believing in the system that's working for them, whether it's offense or defense or special teams. The kids are feeling comfortable in their own skin out there. Jackson Keyshaw uh, had a great football game for you, almost a perfect second half. But a lot of that wasn't taking big shots down the field. You had three or four of those in the football game, but very content with throwing it underneath, seeing if you could break a tackle. And Axtell was very sure tackling for most of this football game. Was that kind of the plan going in? Is that what you want to do most of the season? Or do you have to wait to see how the defense plays you? 
A little both. You know, we like to you like to control the ball. I think your percentages decrease greatly when you go, you know, throw big, and everybody knows that. And, uh, so when you can throw in more of a controlled manner, you know, short routes here and there, um, and also that was dictated by the uh, type of aggressive defensive line and linebackers there coming after Jackson. So we figure, well, if you throw deep, you're gonna have to need a little bit more time. So it's just simple math: throw quick, get it out of the pocket quick. You know, the routes are gonna be shorter. What about the way uh, you responded from some early, uh, you talked about uh, those penalties and you really shut that down uh, after the first quarter. I had you for five in the first quarter and only two false starts the rest of the game. Uh, well, we, uh, you just calm down the kids, you know, and in years past you get pretty excited as a coach, you know, trying to get after kids to correct things. But, you know, over the years, the thing that we've all bought into lately is you fix it. You know, maybe you're getting called for holding because of the way you're coached to, you know, try to grab a chest plate, but then you also remember you got to let go if the guy gets away from you. So when you learn how to adjust your technique, you know, fix some things here and there, then the kids aren't so, you know, anxiety-ridden where they can't do it. You just show them a, a correct technique, and I think that's what they did. They they began to block better. They weren't getting called for the holdings that, you know, has some miscues on maybe on my part or our coaching staff is how we were teaching them to block. Maybe they didn't understand the whole process of it. But once we fix those issues, the kids are ready to roll. I want to go back as we're talking with Ricky Wessel, the head football coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs. I want to go back to uh, the guys that were catching the ball. It wasn't just one or two, and most of the guys caught five, six, seven uh, receptions. When you when you complete about 29, 30 of them, that's going to happen. What about the way that uh, you are seeing Jackson distribute the football? Well, you did a great job, and I was noticing that as you're, we're going through the, uh, the stats here. Um, and it's nice to have that balance. You know, because you can you say, okay, we got to shut down Trevin, we got to shut down Kessler, but it reads for the uh, last week's stats. Like you said, Trevin had seven, Kessler had six, Tice had seven, Seth had five, Brady had two, and TJ had two. So that's great balance. I mean, it's just the kids are working the system. Jackson's reading where he's supposed to. You know, if somebody's covered, that's obviously going to leave somebody else open. So there's he understands the offense. Ricky Wessel's the head football coach at Pleasanton. They get their home opener tonight. Coach, what about Kennesaw? This is a football team that for a lot of years we can probably count the regular season losses on one hand. They have about half their team back, but it seems like a lot of their talent is young, is sophomores that Coach has in there after just one week. What can you tell us about what you see from them? Well, this is a great team, and I know they're going to be uh, well coached. You know, Craig's been there a long time. He's been in a couple different programs as he's um, went through his coaching. Uh, those kids are always ready to play, and it doesn't matter what grade they are. You only see them in JV once every year, too, and those JV kids are just as electrifying and aggressive on defense as their varsity is. So if something's going right there, the kids are being coached well, and Craig's getting them ready to go. And, and you know, like you guys had mentioned, you know, talking on the radio before, Kennesaw's Kennesaw. Those kids step on the field, and they know what color they're wearing. They know the letter on the side of their helmet, and that's how they're expected to play. However, I would like the kids to you know, look back at what the efforts have been over the summer and how what they're putting together as a Pleasant Bulldog team and, uh, and just have some confidence that they feel they can go play anybody, even if it is a team that, you know, in the last few years can count all their losses on one hand. Let's go set the, uh, set the bar high for us and let's go get it.
Overton may have had a little more bulk and kind of uh, won the offensive and defensive line battle, which, uh, as we talk with Coach Nitzler, very unusual. All their touchdowns came through the air. In fact, I don't know how far back I'd have to look to see Kennesaw score 18 points and win a football game. And, and Coach kind of mentioned that they'll probably have to score more than that tonight. What about your line and the way that they have played here? I mean, when we're talking offensive line, there isn't much of one. you got your three guys there. And defensive line, uh, what about the way they have played here in the first two games? Oh, the defensive line has been awesome. It's just, you know, the technique's getting better. You know, traditionally, um, we've tried to always have a stand-up end of some sort, but we just want to take the fight to them and move that line of scrimmage at the minute that ball snapped. You know, we're already at yard shots. You know, we need to get into them, move that line of scrimmage once that ball snapped, get into them, let our backers do their jobs of reading the blocks and getting to the ball carrier. And, and by doing that, these last few games have been great. We've been getting a lot of hats to the ball, um, you know, pursuit has been good. Containment's been good. So it's just hopefully we can keep doing that. All right, Ricky, always fun coming to Pleasanton and watching the Bulldogs play. It should be a good one here with uh, your team uh, sneaking into the top ten this week. Let's see if they can uh, keep things rolling. Appreciate the time and best of luck. Well, thanks, Doug. That's Ricky Westland, head football coach of your Pleasanton Bulldogs. And we'll be back with the starting lineups on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this on Power 99. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas filling. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Time now for our starting lineups, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for the Kennesaw Blue Devils. They come in with a record of 1-0 and on the season. The one uh, game that they played was against Overton, where they won that defensive contest by a score of 18-6. to And their starters go like this. Drake Olson will play center. He's a sophomore, 6'1", 185 pounds. The guards are Eli Jensen, a 6'2", 210-pound sophomore. Junior guard will be Austin Peterson. He's six foot, 183 pounds. At end will be Derek Goldenstein. He is a junior, 5'8", 155 pounds. Also a tight end will be Sean Duffy, a sophomore, six foot, 180 pounds. The fullback will be Trey Kennedy, 5'10", 175 pounds. Wyatt Hansen is the running back, a senior. He is 6'3", 180 pounds. And the quarterback will be Tyson Denkert. He is just a sophomore, 5'10", 170 pounds for head coach Craig Snitzler. Now for the Pleasanton Bulldogs, starting at center will be Connor Hand, a senior, 5'10", 212 pounds. The guards are Wyatt Reese, 5'11", 194 pounds, and a junior. The other guard is a sophomore, Chase Pulowski, 5'6", 164 pounds. The uh, end will be Tyce Gesslin, a junior, 6'4", 212 pounds. 
Yes, he is the coach's son. South of the uh, split end will be uh, Trevin Went, just a freshman, 5'10", 166 pounds. The running back is Kessler Dixon, a senior, 6'2", 177 pounds. Uh, also uh, at uh, quarterback will be Jackson Keyshaw, a senior, 5'11", 194 pounds. And that is the uh, starting lineup here for head coach Ricky Westland. As we mentioned for Pleasanton, leading passer is Jackson Keyshaw. He's thrown five of 70 passes for 559 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. And a pretty good uh, job of receiving the football so far by Tice Westland. He's caught the ball 14 times for 203 yards and four touchdowns. He has been Keyshaw's favorite target. And as we mentioned, uh, Keyshaw's leading rusher, 23 carries for 67 yards and one touchdown. Kessler Dixon's carried the ball seven times for 15 yards, but does have a couple of touchdowns on the ni- on the uh, season so far. For Kennesaw, uh, rushing the ball, uh, Tyson Denkert has carried the ball the most, 17 times for 61 yards. Again, they have limited uh, exposure here because they only have the one game. And Denkert is 7 of 11 in the air for 113 yards, three touchdowns. His favorite target, target so far has been Derek Goldenstein, who's caught the ball three times for 66 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Again, your starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And as we mentioned, contrasting styles here, uh, Scott Mollring, because, uh, again, one team wants to run it, the other team wants to throw it, and both teams wants to kind of establish what they want to do offensively and set the game to that pace. Right, and it's... Uh... You know, it's interesting. We yeah, talked uh, with Coach Schnitzler beforehand. Um, Kansas is a very young team. They've got half their roster is freshmen, and they're starting five sophomores. So in a couple of years, they're going to be pretty experienced in being able to go from week to week changing their defense based on their opponent. And then you have Pleasanton on the other side, who's got a lot of seniors that they're playing and some older juniors. And, you know, their ability to do what they want to do, you think that the older kids might have an advantage to start with. But, you know, you never know with the passing game how it goes. Uh, Kennesaw is going to bring a lot of energy and a lot of physicality to this game tonight. And one of the beautiful things about being a more experienced team like Pleasanton, when you're, when you're a passing team, you got all these different formations, you got all these different patterns and, and all of that. The more comfortable you are, the faster you can play. Right. Because you know, a lot of times you slow down, not because of the physical ability. It's like, I'm not sure what I need to do, and you, you don't play full speed. Pleasanton can play full speed. These guys have played uh, enough, and they've played playoff football together, that they know where they're going to go when they have to do it. And you're right, they've got like a second nature to it. Um, even though that they had a different little bit of an offense last year, they tried to do a little more running game with some different athletes that they had. But, uh, you know, over the past, you know, 10 years or so, uh, Pleasanton's been a very pass-oriented team. Um, so, yeah, they're going to have the advantage. I know where I'm going. The defense doesn't know where I'm going yet. And if they do, they're young, so they might be a little hesitant getting there. Yeah, and for Kennesaw, you mentioned that they're a very young team. And, and talking with Coach Nissel before the game, he kind of mentioned that, that replacing those three seniors from last year, uh, you got to also replace a lot of leadership. And that leadership has been kind of done by committee, he said. He said he's really been impressed with how much work Kennesaw put in during the offseason. He wanted everybody to put in at least 32 days. Throughout the course of the year, well, they averaged 33. And some freshmen went all 44 days that they got together to go lift weights and run patterns and do all the things that you do in the offseason. And uh, so the commitment is really there. And a lot of these sophomores are some of the better leaders on the squad. Some of the good things about uh, being inexperienced is that you go all in. 
you know, and you have no no qualms about and doing whatever the coach says to do. Coach Snitzler's been at Kennesaw for quite a few years now. These these young kids that they have, they've been playing seventh grade football. They've been playing eighth grade football. They know the system. It's just getting it onto Friday nights now instead of Tuesday afternoons and Thursday afternoons. So we, we think we got a good one here. Top ten battle here. Pleasanton and uh, Kennesaw, a couple of undefeated squads. And we'll kick it off here in just a few moments. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer near you. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll kick this one off between the Blue Devils and the Bulldogs when we return right after this. Every team needs the right players in the right positions to provide a winning combination. It's no different with insurance. You need to have the right coverages on the right policies for the right price to assure a winning combination, Cruel Agency, and IMT Insurance. Contact our team at Cruel Agency for protection in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. Five Points Bank, the better bank, is now Grand Island and Nebraska's fastest-growing bank. Started in 1971, we're now in Hastings, Kearney, Lincoln, Papillion, Omaha, and Sumner. Five Points Bank, the better bank, takes care of customers and provides the best banking and technology. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Well, a beautiful night for football here in Pleasanton, to say the least. 77 degrees here at kickoff. I think you can putt on that football field. The field is in tremendous shape. Uh, not much wind, about 8 miles an hour from the south. And so our field conditions brought to you by Impact Ag Partners. Greg Regis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Impact Ag Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service delivering success. And Kennesaw won the toss. They want their hands on the football first, so they will receive here. And uh, teeing it up here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs is going to be Grady Chandler. So Dunkirk, who will have his hands on the football a lot, offense, and he'd like to get it there on defense, will probably try to get it here on special teams as well because he's back deep to receive the kickoff. Yeah, I think they're going to keep the ball in his hands as much as they can tonight, rushing, throwing. Um, he's kind of the the straw that's going to stir their drink, that's for sure. So Chandler has it all teed up, and we're all set and ready to get this one underway. 
There's the whistle, and coming up to it is going to be Chandler. Chandler, a little squibber, and it's going to be picked up. It is on the short hop, and finally picking it up is going to be Hanson. Hanson will try to get the edge on that right side, and he's going to be forced out of bounds after he crosses the 30-yard line. Not bad field position here for Kennesaw as they will put it in action here right about just short of the 31-yard line. Yeah, a nice little squib kick there. Probably wasn't planned to be quite that short. Uh, even though they mishandled the ball, they get a good return out of it. One missed tackle, and you get some yards. Well, that squib has two advantages. One of them is it keeps the ball out of Denkirk's hand at least one play, and it take, if it takes a funny hop, you might have a long onside kick. As it is, Denkirk will have it. And he'll have two running backs in front of him on either side. Tight formation. He'll just go right up the middle. And he'll put his head down. And he'll be met in the hole there by Jackson Keyshaw. And that'll be a game maybe of about three. Yeah, Kennesaw came out and looked like a little double wing with a shotgun. And it ended up being a power play with both backs leading up through the hole. So it'll be second. And we'll call this a long six or a short seven. As our first possession of the game here for Tyson Denkirk and the Kennesaw Blue Devils. They're trying to get to midfield. If they, they'll have to cross midfield just a little bit to get the first down here. Same formation. Flags go in the air. Somebody lined up in the neutral zone here or something. It's going to be a five-yard penalty on Kennesaw. So they'll have it now second and uh, about 11 or 12. Yeah, it looked like the exact same play as the first play of the game. Uh, they might uh, find something that they like and stick with it. That's kind of uh, Coach Snitzer's demo over the air. They're going to run it until you stop it. Second and 11 and a half. You're, you get, you know, we can find out if you're a glass half full or a glass half empty person, deciding what it's going to be. We've got the first minute under our belt here, and again, we got that eye formation this time. So under center for the first time is going to be Denkirk. He'll have a fullback behind him. They'll pitch it out here for Hanson. Hanson will cut back in after a lead block by his uh, fullback, and he's going to get back about four of those five yards they gave up just a little bit ago, and it's going to be now uh, third and uh, about eight three plays for Kennesaw they're keeping it in a phone booth or three formations that they've shown already uh, they're going to keep it nice and tight we'll see what they do here in third and long though that was a great job by the Pleasanton uh, defense to fill the gap there what they've been able to do they, they throw the ball effectively now, again Denkirk uh, only threw the ball 11 times against Overton but three of those ended up in the end zone he'll be in the uh, pistol formation here he's got a wing eye if you will rolls out to the right side Denkirk throws it and it's going to be knocked away great defensive play there in coverage by Tice Westlin and Westlin's able to knock the ball away well one of the advantages of uh, being a passing team you know how to play defense because you practice against it every day in practice they've seen a few passes in practice I'm sure uh, Kennesaw came out in a nice formation there trying to get everybody off balance they did an unbalanced line um, and they even it looked like the center might have even been eligible on that play. So White Hanson will be the uh, punter here, and he will be standing at his own about 24-yard line, awaiting the snap. And he will put that right foot into it, and it'll go end over end. Back to receive it here is going to be Seth Eckel. Eckel makes the first guy miss, and he'll put his head down and bring it across the 15-yard line. And uh, they'll set it up for uh, action here at about the 18. So first possession of the game here for Pleasanton as we're still looking for the first points of the game. Pleasanton did a nice job. They did not have a great kickoff to start the game, but they, they bowed their necks on defense. Uh, I don't think they can ask for a better stop on defense. So, again, you had uh, playing within a phone booth, as you said. Well, we're going to spread the field out here a little bit as Keyshawn will call it out. He's got it running back to his left. He'll fake the handoff, and pressure's coming. He'll throw it in underneath, and he'll go off the hands of his intended receiver, T.J. Bailey, and it falls incomplete. They're looking for a crossing route there to Westland, but uh, 
that was covered up pretty good, and they had another crossing route coming back across the green, so they had some, some misdirection there with their play. And they don't spend a whole lot of time in the huddle. I wouldn't say they're exactly playing hurry up here, but they'll empty the backfield. They'll have two on the left or the uh, short side of the field and two to the right, which is the wide side. He's looking to his left, and they'll throw it in underneath, and they're not able to connect that time with Dixon. So Keyshaw, two passes, two incompletions. Had some pressure there on defensive end. Uh, was uh, left unblocked. Uh, had a good rush on the quarterback. He probably threw that one a little sooner than he wanted to, but still had a chance at a completion there. So third and ten here in Pleasanton. Bulldogs with a little bit of the sun at their back here a little bit. This is kind of in the just off the shoulder here of Keyshaw. And they'll hand it off and looking to throw. No, he's going to take it as Dixon. Dixon's going to run downfield and a good open field tackle as driving him out of bounds is going to be Tyson Denkert. And Denkert with a nice defensive play. Gain of about seven, but that's going to set now fourth and three. That was uh, Pleasanton's version of keeping it in the phone booth. They still had four wide receivers, but everyone is in tight. You do that so you can get outside a lot faster and a lot sooner. But great job by uh, Kennesaw there to fill and uh, make a play and keep it short of the first down. Trevin Went is the punter. And on uh, fourth and a long three, he'll punt it. A relatively low kick that's going to hit the turf at about the 25-yard line. Ben Kirk will pick it up on the bounce. And he'll break one tackle at the 30. Try to get it to the outside. He lost the football. And it appears that the Bulldogs fall on it. And they do. Coming up with the pigskin there is going to be Keyshaw. So Keyshaw makes a big special teams play here and a short field down for Pleasanton. And that's, uh, that, that was a great run back. You know, you're, you're fighting for extra yards, and you just get that one extra uh, ball poke in there. Uh, someone's hand got on the ball and knocked it loose. Uh, it was a great effort by the return man, Dankert. But, you know, it falls into Pleasanton's favor. So they'll see if they can cash in here as they've got the ball first and 10 at about the 33. Keyshaw, after getting the fumble recovery, he'll fake the handoff, and he'll throw it to the right side, and it's going to be caught. That's Klein. Klein will make the catch, and he'll be brought down at about the 18-yard line. So a nice little gain here for Brady Klein. Kind of looked like a formation we saw the first play of the game, uh, running some crossing routes against each other, and get a matchup with someone running across the field and someone trying to catch him. So... Uh, Kansas was caught a little bit off guard there. So Klein now on the season, four catches for 42 yards, has the one touchdown, but what's important right now is first and 10 from the 18-yard line. Trips to the left side, empty backfield here for Keyshaw, and they're going to throw a flag here as they were trying to connect with Trevin Went, the one run, the one wide receiver on the right, and that's going to be a five-yard penalty here for Pleasanton. I'm not sure they got everybody all set. Uh, it looked a little rushed there. The quarterback was going a little bit faster than the rest of the team at that time. Uh, you know, you throw three receivers to one side and keep one to the open side, one coverage just about every single time. So they had an opportunity for a play and didn't quite pull it off. And you got to respect the outside, so that slant, and that was the idea. We just had to hit a quick slant. As it is, they'll change the formation a little bit. Actually, have a tight end on the left side. Keyshaw looking to throw. He'll lob it into traffic, and it's caught up high to pull down the ball as Trevin Went. Went will pull it down at the three-yard line as he's able to jump over the top of Denkirk and pull down the rebound. Uh, doesn't I think he might be uh, needing to get on the basketball team. That was a pretty good vertical jump there. That was that was an athletic play, and, and a great job by the freshman to go up and get that. I think it's a law in Pleasanton. You have to play basketball. No offense to the wrestling coaches. Basketball's big up here. Keyshawn running the option, and he'll pitch it out. Stopping in traffic there is Dixon, and Dixon's going to be knocked back for a loss. He'll lose about seven on the play. 
They had the pitch man covered. The, the quarterback probably missed a read there. He could have tucked it up and got some yards. Keyshaw could have. Um, the defensive end, his responsibility was the runner. Was the, the the running back, and that's what that's what happened. They, he ran right into it. Well, Kessler Dixon had a uh, seven-yard run in the first. Well, the beginning of this drive, if you will, because we did have the turnover on the punt, and uh, after the uh, turnover, and now he's got negative seven yards, so he's back to zero. It'll be second and goal from the ten-yard line. Keyshaw checks his wristband. He's got one receiver to the right. He's got three to the left, including that tight end. They'll put a man in motion. That's going to be Went, and they'll hand the ball off to him on the jet sweep. He'll try to get the edge, and he'll be forced out of bounds short of the uh, seven-yard line, so that'll be a gain of about three. One of the things when you get people moving, uh, as the, as Pleasanton had a man in motion there, Went, uh, you're looking to see what the defense is going to, how they're going to respond to it. So the, you might see that play again without the actual toss there and something, something to counteract that. So third and goal from the seven. And uh, checking back into the game here is going to be Klein. Also going out there is Carter Klein. So Keyshawn will have Dixon to his left. They fake the handoff to him, and they're going to throw it on that left side, right at the pylon. The catch is made. Did he get it in or not? It's caught. And they're going to say it's just short. Tice Wesleyan made the catch, and we'll give him credit for a gain of six. And they are just short of the goal line. I think it was Goldenstein that kept him out of the end zone. That was a great tackle to save a touchdown, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, the uh, head coach is going to get instant replay uh, put into this facility next year and make sure the kid gets a score. That was close. That was really, really close. Well, as it is, the whole playbook is open here on fourth and goal inside the one-yard line. And Keyshaw, who can run the football, is the only back in the backfield. They do have somebody in a slot to his left. And they'll fake the handoff. He'll go off that left side. He'll dive into the end zone for a touchdown. Jackson Keyshaw, a one-yard scramble, and he now has two touchdowns on the year. Nice little, uh, they, they're coming with the motion again. You fake the motion. You run a quarterback counter back to the short side of the field, and he had a pretty easy time getting into the end zone there. You're just starting to run out of players as much as they spread the field on that. Yep. The big thing is to look for what Kennesaw is reacting to, what you're doing. So a five-points bank touchdown, and now the extra point is up, and it is good. So it's punched through there by Chandler, and it's 7-0 Pleasanton. A five-points bank touchdown with 7.47 to go here in quarter number one. We'll step away for a moment, back with the kickoff right after this. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Well, our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you to the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. 
kickoff coming up here by Grady Chandler, and Chandler's kick is going to skip out of bounds at about the nine-yard line. They'll throw the flag, and and uh, Kennesaw will have fairly good uh, field position as a result of this. The reminder for you with Carney Towing and Repair that you don't need to be stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair where you need us. We'll be there, and they're going to have them kick it over again. Well, after the first two kickoffs that you've seen, uh, they put one on the ground, then they put one out of bounds. Why not make them kick it again, and let's see what happens this time. See if they do it again. I, yep. And I think this is an indication that they uh, want to see if uh, Denkirk can can get in some open space because he's a threat to do something with the football. So I'm not at, at all surprised that that's Coach Snitzler's decision here, especially since we want to get some offense going. They're going to need to score some points tonight against Pleasanton. It looks like it so far, yep. So kickoff again here by Chandler. And this time it will be Denkirk. Picks it up on the fly at about the 10-yard line. Has a seam right up the middle. And he'll cut back to the outside. And he'll be pulled down after he crosses midfield down to the 35-yard line. Making the tackle, T.J. Bailey. And if Bailey didn't have quite the angle he, he had, Denkirk right now might be standing in the end zone. He had a full head of steam. And uh, obviously, good decision to re-kick that ball. Uh, get it in your best player's hand and let him, let him get in some open space. So, again, you had the um, turnover on the on the punt. That led to the short field, and Pleasanton punched it in for the touchdown. So, it's been a while since Kennesaw's offense has been on the field. They went three and out in their very first possession. Now they've got good field position right at the 35-yard line. Tight formation here for Denkert, and he'll hand the ball off to his fullback, Trey Kennedy. And Kennedy will be met at the line, and there's a whole pack of Bulldogs that are uh, knocking him down to the turf for no gain. Yeah, it looked like a great job there by the middle linebacker, uh, just stepping right into the hole, little dive option look, and they gave it, and there was nothing going on that play. Yeah, no room to run there at all, and that uh, hole was filled by uh, Keyshaw, among others. And so no gain on the play. So they've had four offensive plays, has uh, Kennesaw, and they've gained a total of seven yards so far. We'll see what they do here as they'll come out of the I formation. Two tight ends. Denkirk fakes the handoff. He'll roll to his right, drops back. He's going to lob it into single coverage, and the catch is made. Touchdown. Going up high for it was Goldenstein, and Goldenstein wins that jump ball and goes in for a 35-yard touchdown. That, uh, you know, looked like uh, from our angle, uh, just just out-jumped the guy, just just like we saw for Pleasanton on the other side here. Um, Great catch, and, uh, you know, it looked like he was going to fall down on about the three, but he kept his feet and, and uh, stumbled into the end zone. Derek Goldenstein has caught the ball four times, has three touchdowns, and 100 yards receiving, 101 yards to be specific. So Denkirk, after the five points bank touchdown, he'll go for two. He'll run to that right side, and he does not get the goal line. So the try for two is no good. So Kennesaw now has cut the lead down to one. Our touchdown, as always, brought to you by our friends at Five Points Bank, the better bank. In Kearney, a five points bank touchdown to make it seven to six with 5.51 to go here in quarter number one. We'll have the kickoff right after this. Every team needs the right players in the right positions to provide a winning combination. It's no different with insurance. You need to have the right coverages on the right policies for the right price to assure a winning combination, Cruel Agency, and IMT Insurance. Contact our team at Cruel Agency for protection in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. 
Five Points Bank, the better bank, has personal bankers to help you with all your banking needs, from loans to customer service. Five Points Bank is the better bank. Our bankers are empowered to provide exceptional personal banking, service, and attention. Bank with the better bank. Five Points Bank. Ooh, that light lunch didn't cut it. And our dinner reservations aren't until when? Well, this is just embarrassing. Enough is enough. Stop the growl with Amigos' new quesadilla snackers. A mini quesadilla with chicken or ground beef, bacon bits, and Amigos Ranch. They're just the right size at just the right price. Don't deal with a grumbling stomach. Stop the growl for only $1.99 with new quesadilla snackers only at Amigos. Limited time only. Well, welcome back here to Pleasanton. Uh, Wyatt Hansen will kick it off here. For Kennesaw, beautiful pass a little bit ago for Denkirk for that touchdown caught by Goldenstein. Deep kickoff, and that'll fly into the end zone, and Seth Eckel will stop at the goal line and just watch it sail over his head. So that'll be a touchback. Good kick there by Hansen. Not much wind to really kind of impact things. That, uh, That's a pretty good leg there. Yeah, we, we see two American flags from our vantage point. One that, that one in the backyard uh, about a block away from the football stadium. That one's fluttering, but the one here... Is laying pretty limp. That one over there is at least eight feet higher in the air, so it's catching that high breeze. <laughs> I'm sure the press box is blocking <laughs> it, too. In any event, both teams have scored the last time they've had their hands on the football. They're going to spread the field here. It is going to be uh, pretty good quarterback, Jackson Keyshaw. Pressure coming. He'll throw it over the middle, and it's going to be caught in stride. Oh, and drop. falling down is Tice Westland. Westland had to go up just a little bit, and he, he caught the ball and then dropped it. And it's going to be recovered by Goldenstein. He stumbled a little bit, and I think brought the ball down and hit it with his own knee. I think he did hit it with his own knee. He he was uh, one non-stumbled step away from breaking that one for a touchdown. And instead, costly turnover. Um, just a just a bad, unfortunate mistake there. Well, and and an, but an understandable one. Yep. You know, I mean, sometimes that's just. The way it goes, both teams have turned the ball over now one time. And again, Kennesaw, their turnover turned into points. Keeping it here is going to be Denkirk. Denkirk is going to gain maybe a half yard. That's going to be it. Now Kennesaw has decided to put a couple of receivers out there and just trying to give their quarterback a little bit more of a running lane to get into. Well, if you split those ends out, you can get the edge maybe a little bit easier. And Pleasanton so far has proven pretty tough to run on up the middle, so... You know, try and spread the field out if you're Kennesaw and uh, get your athlete into space. So short gain, we'll call it a gain of one here. Now they'll go with the tight ends, both tight ends out there, I formation. They're all bunched together there. Pitch back to the running back here, Hanson, and Hanson's kind of dancing around over the uh, guard and end spot there, and he's going to gain a couple more yards. And that'll set up now third and long. The third and seven, but this will be four down territory here. Yeah, even with the great kickoff there, they chose not to go for the extra point on the uh, touchdown, so yeah. their ability to kick field goals is probably well, they ain't trying not going to happen. They ain't this, to this would be yarder. a 50 yarder. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. So we'll see what they do here as they will put uh, a wing back and then the running back to that right side behind the wing back to the right of. Of Denkirk, and Denkirk basically going to just run right up the middle, breaks one tackle, lunges forward. That's a nice little gain. He's going to be short of the uh, first down marker here by about a yard or so, but that's going to make fourth down very manageable. Now we might have some laundry out there, too. There was a pretty big scrum. Yep, yep, right there at the bottom, and that's going to go against Pleasanton. That'll give him enough for the first down. 
They set off their running backs clear off to the right, right behind the tight end, but pulled them both instead of pulling linemen. So those two running backs acted like pulling linemen, get in front of the quarterback. That was a five-yard face mask, one of those incidental varieties. It's not the personal foul. So tack five more yards onto it. Now make it first and ten from the 22. First down, Kennesaw. I started to allude to this earlier. The one time that uh, Kennesaw turned the ball over, Pleasanton punched it in. And now that uh, Pleasanton's turned over the football, Kennesaw trying to take the lead for the first time. Seven to six is our score. Home team here in Pleasanton with a one-point lead. Two tight ends, eye formation, handoff by Hanson. His fullback led him off of that right side. He bounced off of that block and gained maybe a yard and a half. Yeah, a great job there by uh, number eight, Westland. Uh, just eat up the uh, tight end block. Uh, he, Westland's playing defensive end. He, he, shugs, he, sh- he shreds the block, makes the play. Two-yard gain. Uh, if he gets blocked a little longer, it's an eight-yard gain. So great job there by the DN. So about a uh, two-yard gain. We'll set up now second and eight. They've got to cross the 10-yard line down to about the eight-yard line here. Uh, my, my apologies. I'm looking at this wrong. they got to get down to about the 12. And quarterback's going to keep it, and he'll be hit behind the line of scrimmage, and then there's going to be some extra help there. Keyshaw's going to finish things off. The one that will give credit for the tackle will be Wyatt Reese. But there was actually a couple other guys that kind of forced uh, Denkert to bounce to the outside there for no game. Kennesaw is uh, doing a good job of getting their, their people pulled, but they're not holding the point of attack with their blocks very long. And so then, even though the first guy for Pleasanton is not making the play, their buddies, his buddies are there to make to make it right after him. Well, there's a pretty big frame out there with Tice Wesleyan on that edge, 6'4", 212 pounds, and he covers a lot of space. we got a lot of long arms there. Denkirk's going to look to throw here, and he'll lob the ball on that right side. It's going to be tipped and incomplete and nearly tipped for a catch by Derek uh, Goldenstein. He tipped it once, was taken to the ground, was still reaching with one of those hands to try to reel that one in. It falls incomplete, and it's now fourth and long. If he would have fallen just a little bit to the side instead of straight back, um, he might have. The ball might have landed right on his chest. That was a pretty uh, athletic play out there by Goldenstein. Yeah, but uh, the uh, play by Seth Echo, he was doing his best to move him away from the football. And we're going to have a timeout here for Kennesaw. 3.21 to go here. Quarter number one. Fourth and long here for Kennesaw and a, and a big moment in the game. So this timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Fourth and eight here for Kennesaw. We return after this 30-second timeout. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Randy Bushcutter, Scott Mowing, and our engineer, Cannon Rapp, who is much nicer than I deserve, our, our engineer tonight. Fourth and eight. Ball spotted just uh, past the 20-yard line. So they need a full eight yards here. And so Denkirk, after the timeout, will have to his right side, Trey Kennedy. And they'll throw it on that left side, and it's going to be too high and incomplete. Going up high for it is Goldenstein, and hitting him right there in the ribs is going to be Brady Klein. Clean hit, clean football play there, but making it that almost impossible to come down with. Yeah, even if uh, even if the pass was a little bit lower, 
Um, it would have been a difficult catch. And uh, with the defense right there, I mean, I, I, it would have been an amazing catch to pull that one down. So that is going to be a turnover on downs. Now the nose of the football, the back nose of the football at the 20-yard line. So the turnover doesn't hurt Pleasanton, except for maybe a little bit of field position here. Keyshaw will call it out, running back behind him, and they'll run a little counter behind him. That's going to be Trevor Went. Went gets to that left side. He'll be pulled down after a gain of about one. And a good job having his hand up there initially was Denkirk. Kind of realized where his hand was, moved it out there so he didn't get a five-yard face mask penalty. No gain on the play. A lot of the Pleasantons trying to get their run game going with some misdirection, uh, but just great pursuit there by uh, Denkert to uh, minimize that. So Went, who had, did not have a carry so far on the season, has got two carries here tonight. They empty the backfield here for Keyshaw. Keyshaw with pressure coming. He's going to air it out. And man-to-man coverage, and it's caught. What a great catch by Trevor Went, and there's nobody around him. He's going to go 60 yards for a touchdown. That is a perfectly thrown ball that turns into six points here for the Bulldogs. That is definitely something that you practice uh, when you're just warming up, you even you're trying to throw the ball to the outside shoulder. Uh, you're not going to find a better pass than that tonight, probably. That was on the money, and the defense was there. That was just a great ball, a great catch, and it was a great defensive effort by uh, by uh, number 10 there. Denkert, yeah. Denkert, he's, yeah. He's a stride for stride. It was, it was great defense, and it still turns into a touchdown. Bit of a high snap. It's going to be a short kick, and so the extra point is going to be no good here for Grady Chandler. That started with a high snap. And in any event, the lightning strikes here for Pleasanton. They now have a 13-6 lead with 2.35 to go here after the dramatic five points bank touchdown. We'll step away for a moment, back with a kickoff right after this. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is Locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, Locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want Locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Grady Chandler with a high kick that's going to be picked up at about the seven-yard line by Tyson Denkirk. Denkirk goes just right up the middle, and he is met as that hole closed by Broderick Pates, and he gets pasted by Pates as he gets out to just short of the 25-yard line. Going back to that pass, I mean, great strike-for-stride coverage by Denkirk. At that last moment, he, he lunged to try to knock the ball away from Went. Couldn't do it, and then couldn't keep his feeding, his footing, and then off to the races all by himself with Strevin Went. A lot of similarities to the uh, Nebraska-Colorado touchdown for by Colorado late in the game uh, last week. That was just a great ball and a great catch. Yeah, better, and pretty good defense. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt Hansen gets the pitch on that right side, and he's going to gain about three time, three yards. Keyshaw on the tackle. Actually, we'll call it a gain of four as they unstack things over there. The chain gang brought to you by. Our friends at Carney Tire and Auto. 
Chain gang stretching it out over there. Gain of about four. And again, that'll do. If you're Kennesaw, four yards in a cloud of dust, keep that ball away from Pleasanton if you That's can. Right. That's right. At this point, let's just try and try and make the defense work a little bit. High formation, Kennedy, the fullback, but they'll pitch it out here to Hanson. Hanson will get the edge, and he'll gain a couple of yards. So now you're not quite on schedule as much as you were. Yeah. Still very makeable. Uh, yeah. You know, it's third and four. You know, you'll take that on most possessions uh, any, in any high school football game. So you, you gain about two on the play, so you end up with third and four. So 1.48 to go. The clock does stop here. As we're getting close to sundown, but a beautiful night for football. Short sleeves. Don't need the sweatshirt just yet. Tucking it under his arm is Denkirk. Denkirk going down that right side, and Keyshaw is going to meet him right at the line of scrimmage. That defensive line did a nice job of not giving up any space, and uh, they just drew a line in the dust right there, and uh, Denkirk got to the line of scrimmage. Maybe the length of the football has a game, and that's it. Yeah, I mentioned a little bit earlier the defensive ends are taking that first blow and forcing everything back inside where their buddies are. That was a great job by Kessler-Dixon there for Pleasanton. I uh, didn't make the tackle, but he made the play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. White Hanson's going to be our punter here. He'll uh, get the ball at about the 20-yard line. And back deep is going to be Went, who just had that long 60-yard touchdown. A high, booming kick. My goodness, that is a great kick. Inside the 10-yard line, picking it up is Went, And Went is going to be brought down, trying to avoid the rush. And he cannot get away from Denkirk. Denkirk, Again, showing his athleticism. We call his name a lot on offense, defense, and special teams. We don't see him go out the field a whole lot. We just see him making plays all over the field. You know, and I, at this point in the game, it's it's a showdown between uh, number 10 for Kennesaw and in number 10 for Pleasanton. They're both kind of making plays against each other at this point. You know, Trevin Went, they're trying to get him the ball for Pleasanton at this point in the game, and, and the ball's always in Denkert's hand for Kennesaw. And Keyshaw with a brilliant pass just a little bit ago. Here he's just going to pitch the ball out to his running back on that left side. And, and they're going to get back to the line of scrimmage. And that's going to be about all Kessler-Dixon can get done there. Nice job of stringing that out by the uh, Kennesaw defense and making the play is going to be Goldenstein. Yeah, Sean Duffy out there for Kennesaw did a great job. Uh, beat his guy and make, make him a play out there. Duffy a long time. Kennesaw last name. So I'm sure there's some blood, some football blood in his veins. So no gain on the play. It'll be second and 10 from about the 8. Keyshaw is going to throw it behind the line of scrimmage. That's a lateral, so Dixon will try to get the edge, and he'll bring it across the 11-yard line. That'll be rushing yards there, gain of about 4 for Dixon. Uh, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a huge gain, but they did catch Kennesaw off guard. Kennesaw's kind of moving guys around. Um, you know, but right now Pleasanton's trying to get just get out of the shadow of their own end zone. Now, gain of three. Must have stepped out of bounds a little earlier than I thought. In any event, it'll be third and seven here. And that will be the final play of quarter number one. Been a very entertaining first quarter. We've seen some great defense. We've seen some nice uh, kicking. And a beautiful pass between Jackson, Keyshaw, and Trevin Went. That's the difference in the ball game right now as Pleasanton. We'll have it now third and seven to start the second quarter. They lead it 13 to seven when we return to Pleasanton right after this. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. 
One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Our Pat River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by our friends at B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to write to, uh, to log on, rather, to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl will be our winners listed at PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's all brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. Third and seven here. Keyshaw will have an empty backfield. Two on the short side of the field, two on the left. And they're setting up a screen right over the middle, and that is set up pretty well. Only one man to beat in the middle, and making the catch, cutting through traffic here is going to be Went. Went bounces to the outside, has more than enough for the first down, and will be brought down at the 34-yard line. Good open field tackle there by Goldenstein. And so that is a nice play, gain of 24. That was a big down for the Kennesaw defense to try and get off the field, but uh, every time that the Pleasanton goes no back, Kennesaw's rushing four, then there's only three blockers. That time they didn't block anybody and let everybody go. Uh, turned into quite a bit of a mismatch and nice, easy completion there. Trevin Wett tonight has three catches for 105 yards and that big 60-yard touchdown. Empty backfield again here for Keyshawn. They're trying to throw it on that left side and swatting it out of the air with that big right paw is going to be Eli Jensen. Again, uh, no no uh, running backs in the backfield. Uh, Kennesaw is going to blitz more than Pleasanton can block. Uh, there's pressure every time, but... Uh, until that play, Keyshaw's been able to get them all off and over the line. This one got batted down. I had him for six straight completions, including a couple of 20-plus yarders and a 60-yarder. That's a pretty good streak. That's a pretty good streak. As it is, it is going to be second and 10, right just short of the 35-yard line. Keyshaw will have a running back to his right. That's Dixon. Now a man coming across the motion. That will be Eckle. Now we'll give it to Eckle on that jet sweep. And he will gain about two yards. They were ready for it that time. That's, and uh, not much of a gain there as knocked out of bound by Goldenstein. Yeah, that's twice that they've run that uh, that kind of toss play. So if they drop that, it's an incomplete pass. You saw a bunch of years ago, West Virginia in the Orange Bowl scored about 70 points with it. Um, but they're also playing with fire because the defensive end has also just missed that play twice now. So gain of three will set up now second and seven. And now the backfield will be empty. They'll have three receivers on the left side of the field here for Keyshaw. He's looking to the right, and man-to-man coverage there, and the, the receiver fell down, slipped, trying to put on the brakes, and Westland falls down. And uh, as a result, uh, Denkirk, his, his footing wasn't what he wanted it to be, and he ended up knocking the ball down. Good coverage there. Denkirk but, had a great chance at an interception, but I think, uh, you know, Westland's laying on the ground underneath him is kind of – Kind of just put everybody in an awkward position there. Yeah, he just really couldn't get his feet where he was, and you, you can't commit pass interference sliding on the turf. A little bit of a low snap here for uh, Wynn, and he's looking to punt still. Now he's running. He has to run for his dear life, and he's going to lose about five yards on the attempted punt. They had a little trouble getting started, and flying through there immediately was Drake Olson that caused uh, Went to have to scramble instead of punting the football, and they're going to lose five yards on fourth down. So that's going to be great field position here with a problem with special teams. 
Yeah, that's the uh, the uh, both teams have had some issues with special teams early on in this game. Uh, that's going to have to clean up one side or the other to uh, get an advantage. Well, another way of saying it is defensively, the special teams have made some plays. Yes. As it is, they're going to go out of the uh, pistol formation here. Calling it out is going to be Denkirk. Denkirk will hand the ball off, and Hansen is going to go nowhere. No, he bounced to the outside. He's still going to end up losing yards, but he made that one interesting. Very similar play to what Pleasanton has been running on offense. Kennesaw is trying the same thing, only they hand it off instead of toss it to the running back. Um, and both times Kennesaw has seen that on defense. They've almost made the play. Pleasanton sees it once, make the play immediately. So there's just a little bit of def- a difference uh, in how that game, the, both sides are trying to run the same type of uh, formation there. And Hanson broke a couple of tackles, and you're starting to run out of players at that point. As it is, it'll be second and 13. Looking to throw here is Denkirk. He'll throw it on this right side, and it's going to be a little bit short. He's just trying to connect with Hanson, and that will fall incomplete. Yeah, it looked like it just came out of his hand a little wobbly there, just uh, slipped as he was throwing it. Um, he had a guy that uh, had a couple steps, not a, not a deep route by any means, probably would have gained back the yards that he had lost, that, that, that Kennesaw had lost on the first play. Well, it's uh, still uh, baseball season, so he had the uh, change-up grip when he needed the fastball grip on that one, and that one lost a little bit of boomph and didn't quite make it there. So it's going to be third and 13, ball about the 32-yard line. And again, uh, the quarterback will have uh, Kennedy just to his right. Looking to throw here is going to be Denkirk. Denkirk's got time. Throws it in the middle. It's going to be tipped and incomplete. Wrestling with pretty good coverage downfield as they were connecting with, trying to connect with Goldenstein, and it falls incomplete. You have a 5'8 receiver going against a, uh, a 6'4 defensive end who's now turned into a safety. So, um, you know, Wesleyan's showing some athletic ability there. The pass was a little bit lower. Uh, you know, uh, the receiver would have had a better chance at it, but just as it was, there was no way he was going to get that completed against a 6'4 safety there. Yeah, and 6'4 safety with long arms. Even though even, even he might be able to get down there. They're going to go for it here uh, at the 33-yard line on fourth down. Denkirk, pressure coming, going to scramble out to his right, and he'll cut back to the inside. Open field tackle attempt, missed, and right at the sticks, they'll meet, and driving the pile forward is going to be Denkirk, and he'll have enough for the first down. That's he was good. met right at the first down sticks and went gained another five yards after that. And that might be uh, Kennesaw's best offensive. Uh, he's obviously their best offensive weapon, but their best play is, uh, you know, get him back into open space and then let him make plays if there's nothing there through the passing game. They tried to run a wheel route. They had uh, three three defenders against two receivers. Well, that leaves the quarterback with no one guarding to guard him. Gain of 16 on the play when it was uh, third. Excuse me, fourth and 13. So more than enough. And, uh, again, another gain of 16, and we're lining up for an extra point. It's going to be Denkirk. Again, now that kind of wing-eye formation at left side. He's going to run to that left side, cut back to the inside, right over the top of the guard, and coming in underneath and making the tackle there is going to be Connor Hand. But there's a lot of guys in front of him as well, including uh, Wyatt Reese, who started the pile there. Kennesaw showing that two running backs stacked up behind the tight end look. You have to respect it and get some bodies on that side of the field. Instead of pulling them across the formation that time, they just run straight ahead. Uh, Pleasanton's doing a good job of stopping the uh, the point of attack there. Years ago, Maryland used to have an eye formation. They just ran right over the top of the tight end. Out of the eye. It was the weirdest looking thing. 
I don't think you'd catch Maryland doing that today. No, uh, that, that that is antiquated football in college game. Denkirk's going to roll to his right out of the shotgun. Now he's going to tuck it and go. He'll slide down to about the 10-yard line, so that'll be a gain of about five, maybe six. We'll see how much of the where they say he's down at, and they're going to give him all the way out to the nine, so that'll be a gain of about six on the play. You don't see the quarterback slide in high school very much, and that's, uh, that's one of the few times you'll see it. But uh, as many times as Denker gets tackled during the game or he's running the ball or throwing the ball, you know what? It's okay to take one. You're not going to get very many more yards there. No. And you, you run the risk of losing the ball. Yeah. Give yourself you, a break. And you run the risk of, of getting hit on the football and fumbling it. I, I don't have any problem with it at all. Time out here for uh, Kennesaw as uh, they're going to try to figure out what they want to do here. Third and four from the nine. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions. Zakarni, 8.01 to go here before halftime. It is 13-6. to 6. Kennesaw down, but driving. We're back after this. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Denkirk will pitch the ball out here to Wyatt Hansen. Hansen tries to get the outside. The ball came out, but they're going to say he was down first. He's going to be short of the first down marker there on third down. We'll see exactly where they spot it because the ball came out, and I kind of lost track of where his knee went down. He's going to be a full yard short on the play. So it'll be fourth and one here as Wyatt Hansen was pulled down. We talked about why you want to slide. That's why. He was on the knees when he got hit in the chest and lost the football, but he was already down. Big down here, obviously, for both sides. So here we go, fourth down. Ball spotted at about the seven-yard line. Really tight formation. Under center is Denkirk. He's going to drive. He's going to get pushed from behind, which is legal. And that might get it there. Trey Kennedy pushing Denkirk forward. Boy, that's going to be close. They had uh, the good penetration by the nose guard, number 32 there, uh, Connor Hand. They're going to bring out the chains here. They're going to check this one out. The chain gang is bringing out the chains, just like Carney Towing and Repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home and talk about an important measurement here. Who will have the ball first down at the six-yard line? Is it first and goal, or is it Pleasanton football? From our vantage point, it looks like it's going to be short. It is short. It is short. So the defense holds here for Pleasanton. Maybe half the length of the football, the difference there. Uh, that's, that's a really tough uh, angle, as you see. You know, every Saturday you get, to, you get the privilege of having replays. It uh, looked like you bounced over the line to make, um, you know, over the five-yard line, but he must have uh, had his knee down beforehand and just stretched out a little too late there. Well, again, it was, it was great help there by Wyatt Hansen pushing him forward. Otherwise, he would have lost about two yards. 
Well, as it is, it's Kennesaw football. They lead it 13-6, to 7-12 to go here. Before halftime, low snap, we got whistles, we got flags, and we are getting closer to that goal line. There'll be a legal procedure here for Pleasanton. That's the bad news. The good news is that's not going to be a full five-yard penalty. That's going to be half the distance. Is that the good news, though? Because you're right on the doorstep. Yeah, well. <laughs> but you still have a little room to get out of the end zone here. Um, but you're going to be catching the snap in the end zone uh, no matter what on this play. So If you come out of that pistol, the ball, the nose of the football is going to be on the three-yard line, so it's inside the three. And you're right. He's going to be about two yards deep in the end zone. To his right is Kessler Dixon calling it out. Jackson Keyshaw. Keyshaw is going to pitch it out here for Dixon. Dixon down that sideline is uh, where he step out of bounds. He crossed the 10-yard line out to about the 12 so that'll be a nice gain of about nine on the play, but with the penalty, it's still going to be third and about four. Yeah, I had to grab the snap off the off the turf there. It was really, really close. So uh, they, they flirt with danger, and then they make a great play and get 10 yards out of it. So second, and we'll call it three here. 7.06 to go before halftime. 13-6, Pleasanton with the lead and the football. And the quarterback's going to keep it. That's uh, Keyshaw cutting back to the inside. He'll lunge forward, and he'll have enough for the first down gain of about four and a half. Pleasanton decides to get their quarterback involved in the run game with a quarterback counter there. Uh, you know, Kennesaw's rushing four every, every play. It doesn't matter how many linemen are there to, to block them. Kennesaw's bringing four. So if you can get through that first wave of defenders, uh, you can get five, six, seven yards. Gain of about five, maybe a little bit more than that, actually. It'll be first and ten from about the 19-yard line. They'll spot it. It'll be one wide out on the wide side of the field, so it'll be single coverage out there. Keyshaw looking to throw it in underneath, catching it is going to be Dixon. Dixon gets that sideline, and riding him out of bounds is going to be Hanson. If you have trips on the short side there, and you're going to probably end up with a crosser, to the wide side, just like they just did there. And when you're moving people in and out, you're going to get someone lost, a defender lost in the in the traffic. So a gain of 16 on the play, more than enough, obviously, for a first down. The ball spotted at about the 34-yard line. That was just a nice little pitch and catch. And this time they'll pitch it back out here for Trevin Went, and Went is going to be brought down with a great open field tackle. That's Trey Kennedy getting some work done there. You know, uh, Pleasanton recognizes that you know Kennesaw's bringing four every single play, and if you could get around that, they had everybody off to one side of the field to the short side. Uh, Trevin Went, if he if he breaks that tackle there, he's he's probably in the end zone or darn darn close to it anyway. Uh, instead, it was just a great defensive uh, play there. Uh, you know, ends up a, a big loss. Okay, a loss of nine and a timeout here for Pleasanton. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. And it will be uh, first and about, excuse me, second and 19 here for Pleasanton. We'll return right after this. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. 
Well, second and 19 here for uh, Pleasanton. That's why they call the ENT positions timeout. Low snap, looking to throw here is going to be Keyshaw. Pressure comes, and Keyshaw is going to be brought down. Another good defensive play by Kennedy. He makes back-to-back tackle for losses here for uh, Kennesaw, and this has been some of the best offense of the night. And bringing the uh, Bulldogs to a screeching halt here as they'll bring down the quarterback at about the 18-yard line. Pleasanton's got some guys running open, and they've got some nice passing concepts out there. But at the same time, Kennesaw's bringing the pressure every single play. So you might have to run some quicker pass routes. And uh, from that defensive end position, Kennedy will try to pressure it again. They'll throw right at Kennedy here. T.J. Bailey's going to make the catch, and he'll be brought down at about the 25. That'll be a gain of seven on the play. And that's going to set up now fourth and uh, 18. In any event, it's going to be a punting time here. And it is going to be Keyshaw who is in punt formation. This time, low snap, flag thrown. Looks like the uh, center uh, double hits that one. Yep. Now, quarterbacks can pump fake. Centers cannot. That'll cost them another five yards. And they had some issues with the snap last time they punted and ended up not getting a punt off, so it'll be interesting to see what happens here. That's why you start double clutching. This time the snap is good. And Keyshawn with a punt that's going to roll end over end. And fair catching it here is going to be Tyson Denkert. And Denkert will make the catch at about the 32-yard line. So pretty good field position here on their side of the field. It will be Kennesaw. And the quarterback will run over and have a quick conversation here with Coach Snitzler and what they want to do here with 5.03 to go before halftime. When I was coaching, my quarterbacks always hated that. They were running the ball, they throw the ball, and then they have to run at the sideline to get the play too. So... Uh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Mr. Denkert's used to it by now. You didn't have much good advice as Snitzler did, though. No, no not nearly. <laughs> He's still coaching. <laughs> He's had a lot of success over the years. First and ten from the 33-yard line. Tight formation. Faking the handoff is Denkirk. He's looking to throw the football, and he's got a man over the middle, but underthrows it, and it's intercepted. Intercepted by Seth Echo. Great break on the ball there by Echo, who makes the catch at about the 25-yard line. So another turnover here for Kennesaw as uh, the first interception of the game here for Denkirk. I think Denkert, uh, when he watches the film, might kick himself on that one. He had plenty of green grass in front of him. Uh, you know, the receiver was there, but he underthrew it a little bit, but he could have run for 10, 12 yards easily there. So second turnover of the game here for Kennesaw. They muffed a punt earlier. And now it'll be first and 10 from the 25-yard line. Empty back here field for Keyshaw. Keyshaw will throw it over the middle, and it's incomplete. He had to get rid of it because uh, Barron in on him is Trey Kennedy, and he throws it at the feet of Kessler-Dixon. That was a big interception there uh, for uh, Pleasanton. Kennesaw ran the same play that they scored their touchdown on earlier in the game. Um, Just some good pressure forced the play to look a little bit different. Uh, But Kennesaw had the momentum there. Well, we'll check some scores for you here in a little bit, but we can tell you right now that Carney High is leading in Norfolk 21 to nothing. And uh, elsewhere in Class B, uh, Scott's Bluff uh, has uh, 7 nothing. They trail in Grand Island against Northwest. That game is at halftime. Here Keyshaw has it, and pressure coming. He's just going to get what he can running forward, and he is not going to get back to the line of scrimmage. He's brought down behind the line there. By I thought that was 35. No, bringing him down there was uh, Drake Olson. So Olsen with the tackle there. And they're going to give him the spot all the way back to the line of scrimmage. Generous home field spot. Well, it was a generous spot. 
Have been good defensive play, too. Third and ten. So trying to get a three and out after the turnover is Kennesaw. And now another timeout being taken here by Coach Westland. It's timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 94. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. 13 to 6, Kennesaw trailing here to uh, Pleasanton. Bulldogs have it third and 10 from the 25 with 416 to go in the second when we return after this. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Some uh, other scores for you here. Gibbon looking for their first win of the year at home leads undefeated St. Cecilia 14 to nothing. That game is in the second quarter. GICC with a 14-7 lead over St. Pat's. That game is also in the second. In eight-man action earlier today here on Power 99, Amherst had no problem with Arapahoe 51 to nothing. Obviously that's the final because it was on the air earlier today. Osceola High Plains at Ravenna no report just yet. Shelton leads Alma 6 to nothing. We'll get some more for you in a moment here. Rolling out is uh, going to be Keyshaw. Keyshaw scrambling for dear life. Pressure coming. He's backing up all the way down to about the 10-yard line. Throws it forward, and it's going to be complete. Back to about the line of scrimmage. He threw the ball about 20 yards, but he'd given up about 20 yards. And uh, it's going to set now fourth and nine. Gain of one on the pass completion to T.J. Bailey. When you're a passing team, you always practice this scramble drill when the quarterback does not throw it in rhythm, and he runs around. But you usually have someone come back to the ball just like Pleasanton did, usually more than one yard down the field. But that's how far back the quarterback drifted. So Keyshawn will punt it here, and he'll get the kickoff. Denkirk will pick it up at the 20-yard line, goes right up the middle and slips to the turf. Kessler Dixon was there defensively, and uh, the turf apparently a little slick. We've seen a couple of times kids have tried to put on the brakes, and right down to the turf they go. And so it'll be plenty of time here for Kennesaw as they'll have the ball now first and 10, just past the 25-yard line. Dinker probably had the right idea there. He makes one cut back to the open side. You know, he had a little running room, but the feet did not go where the mind wanted him to. Well, you need longer cleats, apparently. Field appears to be in great shape, but maybe maybe a little dewy. It seems to be a little slick. We've had a little bit of problems. Uh, a choir backfield here for Denkirk. Denkirk looks the throw, and he'll throw the ball over the middle, and it's going to be knocked away just at the last moment. Good coverage. Trying to connect with Goldenstein, but it's knocked away there by Seth Eckel. Yeah, he did a great job. He just made the interception a play ago on defense. Uh, comes back with perfect coverage there. Get your hand up right at the last second. Stops the clock here, 3.51 to go before halftime, 13-6. to six. Been a very entertaining, been a very well-played game. And a seven-point lead for Pleasanton. Kennesaw trying to answer back here. We've seen Kennesaw open up the last couple plays and uh, try and take a couple shots. Uh, not successful yet, but that also makes the defense think a little bit, too. So they'll split one wide out to the right. That'll be Goldenstein. They got one in the slot on that right side, which is handsome, but they'll run to the left. Denkirk has it, and he'll cut to the outside and try to run right over the top of uh, Echol, and Echol holds on for dear life. That's going to be a nice gain by the time 
Uh, he's brought down. He's going to end up gaining about eight on the play, and that'll set up now third and very manageable as it'll be third and two. Uh, good job there by Seth Eckel making that tackle. Um, you know, if uh, Dankert had one more power step underneath him, he might have been able to shake that, uh, but a great job of hanging on. So it'll be third and two. Clock moving here with 317 to go. And let's see, according to my records, uh, still uh, a couple timeouts here left for Kennesaw. And they'll pitch the ball to Hanson. Hanson tries to get the edge, does, and I think gets out of bounds as well. Has enough for the first down. He'll be marked right at the 40-yard line. No, just short of the 40-yard line. We'll call that gain of four. And now all of a sudden, uh, you know, Kennesaw has not been able to hook the defensive end yet until this drive, and they do it back-to-back plays. So that does stop the clock. Just short of midfield. Again, time really not an issue. Most of the time when a high school team scores a touchdown, they do so under under three minutes. They still got three minutes left here. Pitch out for Hanson. Hanson goes off the uh, end and then cuts back over the top of the guard there, and he's only going to gain a couple of yards. You, you think that uh, Pleasanton would have a little bit uh, of an advantage on that side where you have a 6-4 D end uh, going against a 5-8 tight end, and uh, the play before, the, the 5-8 tight end got the job done, but this time... The 6-4 D end, Westland, uh, gets his revenge. You get 6-4 and you get leverage. You got a lot of leverage with uh, those long leg muscles. Two tight ends, tie-dye formation, Denkirk under center. He'll fake the handoff. He'll roll to his right. Has time. He's going to fake the pass. He's going to scramble. He's going to spin. He's going to break a tackle. And he's going to be knocked out of bounds at about the 20-yard line. That'll be a gain of 14 on the scramble here by Denkirk. That that was interesting. He he faked the pass without the ball. He had the ball in his left hand, faked the pass with his unoccupied right hand, and uh, he made a couple plays. A couple guys miss and uh, some less than spectacular tackling and a good hard run at the same time gets a, gets a good first down. Great spin there and uh, does get out of bounds. So that will stop the clock now with 2.11 to go. Again, two timeouts left here for Kennesaw if they need it. Two wideouts to the left side, and they'll throw it in underneath. Caught there by Hansen. Hansen will get uh, pulled down and tackled there in space by Kessler Dixon. Clock will keep moving here. Just a nice twin route. The outside guy runs deep. The inside guy runs an out. Uh, they had that play set up earlier, and uh, the quarterback didn't quite to get the ball to the receiver. That's time. Nice and easy pitch and catch there and get about seven, seven yards on it. Yep. So that'll set up. We'll call it uh, second and three here. 140 to go. Still two timeouts left for Kennesaw. They trail it 13 to 6. They'll split uh, Goldenstein wide to the right. Looking that direction is Denkirk. Denkirk throws to Goldenstein. It's caught inside the five, and he's going to be brought down at about the three yard line. That'll be a gain of about 15. Same concept, same play, just run it the other side. Instead of running a, a deep route, the, uh, the outside receiver, Goldenstein, runs a post. Uh-huh. Everyone looks for the out because they just completed it, and the post is open right behind it. So the back end of the football is at the three-yard line with a minute 15 to go. Again, time not a factor at all here. In fact, if you're Kennesaw, you may not want to leave Keyshaw much time. Denkirk takes the snap, and it's going to be a keeper all the way. He'll dive to the goal line, get in for the touchdown. 
Just on that right side, just going right over the top of the tight end. And he'll go in for a three-yard touchdown and a five-points bank score here to make this a one-point ball game. That's a great drive by Kennesaw, a little over uh, three and a half minutes when they get the ball. And, and two and a half minutes later, they're they're in the end zone, and they didn't rush anything. That's the big key there is, you know, you have a couple pass plays that don't go your way. You get a couple run plays that do go your way, and then the whole thing just kind of opened up there. And it, it seemed like it was an inevitable that uh, Kennesaw was going to have a chance to score at the end of this drive. They'll go for two, and if they get it, they'll lead by one. Otherwise, they'll trail by one. Denkirk? Will be flagged as they blow the whistle, and now be a legal procedure. I think somebody lined up offsides here for Kennesaw. So now they'll have the conversion come from the eight-yard line instead of the three. Looks like they were going to go back with their quarterback run game with their their two stacked running backs leading the way, but uh, now you've got to open up your playbook a little bit and uh, probably not run in between the tackles. Well, the playbook, the tight ends, yeah, the, the playbook probably says you're going to throw the football here. But Kennesaw's success throwing the football comes when you don't know if they're going to throw the football. They're going to have uh, two wide outs to the left side of the field. Look in that direction is going to be Denkirk. Denkirk tucks, goes, and is going to be brought down. First one there was Wyatt Reese, and cleaning it up in is going to be Trevin Went. So the try for two is going to be no good. So they failed to convert on both of their two-point conversions, and as a result, Kennesaw is still trailing here. It's Pleasanton, 13, Kennesaw, 12, with a minute three to go before halftime. Bulldogs will get the kickoff when we return after this. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Every team needs the right players in the right positions to provide a winning combination. It's no different with insurance. You need to have the right coverages on the right policies for the right price to assure a winning combination, Cruel Agency, and IMT Insurance. Contact our team at Cruel Agency for protection in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. Where does your money go when you deposit it? At Five Points Bank, the better bank, it stays in our community, works to make our community grow and prosper. Banking with Five Points Bank is the way to keep your money local and help our community grow. Bank with a better bank, your community bank, Five Points Bank. Well, Hanson will tee it up here for Kennesaw after the Five Points Bank touchdown. All of our touchdowns brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank, Ian Carney. Hanson will tee it up from the 35-yard line. A couple of guys back deep. Here for Pleasanton, and they will actually not have an opportunity to run it back because it barely even lands in the end zone. It scoots through the end zone after hitting right on that back line. So, yeah, you don't have to worry about a return if you can kick it like that. So, ball will be spotted at the 15-yard line with a minute three to work here and one timeout left for Pleasanton. Pleasanton's passing offense. You think they'll take a couple chances here and try and get something, get out to at least midfield and see what you can do from there. So we'll see what Keyshaw gets done here. I'm sure they'll be aggressive. Low snap, pressure coming. Jackson Keyshaw is going to throw it. Man-to-man coverage, and it's going to be caught. In traffic is Went, and Went's going to be brought down inside the 20-yard line. Again, winning that man-to-man battle is Trevin Went. 
You want to get your best athletes the ball. They've uh, they've targeted Trevin Went probably seven or eight times now through the pass and the run. So get your guy the ball and let him go make some plays. A 57-yard pitch and catch. He had a 60-yard touchdown earlier. And now they are set up at about the 13-yard line. Again, only one timeout left. They have it first and 10 from about the 13-yard line. Keyshaw, low snap, pressure coming, throws it in underneath, complete to Dixon. Dixon going to be brought down at about the uh, 12-yard line, so a short gain on the play. And a timeout being taken here by Pleasanton. Ball actually was about the 17 and not the uh, 15. So a gain of five will be second and five. And a timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney, taking care of you since 94, located where you need us, specializing in you. Second and five from the 14 when we return right after this timeout. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Keyshaw with a quick snap, throws it in the end zone, opening space is going to be Westland, and it's a touchdown. Nice little lob out there, great little pitch and catch, and answering right back here is a pleasant to Bulldogs. Again, a simple concept of uh, they're faking the handoff to keep the defense looking, throw it right over the top. And the extra point is up. It is good. And with 29 seconds left here, now the lead is eight. For the Pleasanton Bulldogs, it is 20 to 12, 29 seconds to go here before halftime. And the Bulldogs will kick it off when we return right after this. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. Well, we were wondering whether or not they would be aggressive. Certainly, Keyshaw was aggressive. Beautiful pass, and that was Brady Klein that pulled down the touchdown. Here, a little low squib kick. Picking it up is uh, going to be the uh, fullback. And uh, not able to find a wall is uh, Wyatt Hansen, but he does a nice job of getting the ball out to about the 34-yard line. And with 23 seconds left, 
And a couple of timeouts for Kennesaw. We'll see how aggressive they are. I think they've got pretty decent field position here that they might be able to throw one up and, and see what happens. They've had a couple of nice catches already in this game by uh, Goldenstein. We'll see if they can get him the ball again. Well, we'll have a real good idea after this. They line up in the uh, pistol formation. So Denkirk will get a low snap, looks to throw, rolls to his right. He's going to keep it himself. There's a flag down. He'll take it to the outside and a nice open field tackle there by Westland after a gain of about eight. But as we said, there is a flag down. Usually where you find a hold and the white hat confirms what I just said. That will be a hold. That is all going to come back. Offensive lineman had one hand right on the front and the other hand on the side. That hand in the front just was uh, grabbing jersey, unfortunately. As a recovering offensive lineman, you don't have to grab jersey. You put the hand on the front. They call that a lot of times. I didn't do it. Every offensive lineman's yeah. response. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't hold. I just had my hand in the front, which is technically illegal, but they call it a lot. So a 10-yard penalty from the spot, and the ball is going to be back to about the 12-yard line. First down marker is near midfield, so it's about uh, first and 27. So first and 27. And I didn't see who just took off his uh, jersey. I think that might be Seth Eckel. So we'll check to see whether or not Eckel has an injury here. It's also very close, obviously, to the first half. Trevin went. They're just going to kneel on it, and that's probably a good decision based on where they're at now. And so that will bring an end to it because uh, Pleasanton couldn't call timeout if they wanted to. Pleasanton, though, will head to the locker room. They lead it by a score of 20-12 to 12 as they get that uh, last-second touchdown from Keyshaw the Klein for a 20-12 to 12 lead here at intermission. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll check scores for you from around the area, and uh, we'll uh, get some stats for you, give you our scoring summary and a whole lot more when we return to Pleasanton right after this. Just when you thought it was safe to stay out of the water, Buzz's Marine presents Cause 6, a new dimension in savings. Why do they call it a Cause 6 sale? Because there's only six carryover specials left in stock, and Buzz's Marine has taken a monstrous bite out of their price. Buzz's Marine has vowed that the sale will come to an abrupt halt as soon as the last boat is sold. Cause 6. Brought to you by Buzz's Marine. Hurry, sale ends whenever. Go to buzzesmarine.com for more details. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Cardi. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. 
And welcome back here to Pleasanton. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Well, let's get things started by getting you caught up with scores from around the area, around the state. And we'll begin in Class A, where Grand Island right now leads in Papillion against La Vista by a score of 21-14 to 14 at halftime. Also at halftime, Kearney is on the road at Norfolk with a 24 to nothing lead. In Class B, Grand Island Northwest has a 7 nothing lead over Scotts Bluff at intermission. And they're now late in the second quarter. Seward leading in Lexington 14-7. to 7. That just went to the half. Elsewhere at halftime, McCook at home with a 7-0 lead over the York Dukes. In Class C1, Aurora being shut out by number one, Wahoo. Oh, check that. Not shut out, but they trail it here. 21-6, Wahoo, with the lead over Aurora at the break. At halftime, Central City got the two-point conversion, so they lead in O'Neill 8-6 at halftime. In the second quarter, Gothenburg with a 21-0 lead over Holdridge that game in the second quarter. Also at halftime, it's Lincoln Christian with a seven-point lead over Carney Catholic. It's Christian 14-7 over Carney Catholic. That game is over on KXPN Radio. Elsewhere, Adams Central will have a running clock against Lincoln Lutheran. They are now 2-0. They'll have a running clock in the second half as they're at halftime. Adams Central with a 35-0 lead. No report yet between Sydney and Minden in Minden. In Class C2, uh, Hershey has just scored moments ago. Donovan Trumbull, though, has a 38-6 lead as they go to intermission. Also at halftime, Gibbon trying to... At home, get the upset over St. Cecilia. They lead it 14 to nothing at the break. Also at halftime will be Grand Island Central Catholic with a 14-7 lead against North Platte St. Pat's. In Class D1, it was Amherst earlier today here on Power 99 with a 51-0 win over Arapaho. Also at halftime, it's Alma leading Shelton by a count of 32-20. to Again, that game is at intermission. In Class D2, uh, Elwood right now leading Axtell 18 to 14 there in the second quarter. Earlier today, Paxton wins over Giltner 28 to 20, the final in that one. And here at halftime, it's Pleasanton with a 13 to 6 lead. Uh, excuse me, it's a 20 to 12 lead. I'm looking at the wrong thing here. 20 to 12 as Pleasanton on their home field has an eight point lead here at intermission against Kennesaw. Elsewhere, it's Loomis in Blue Hill with a 21-14 lead at intermission, and Overton, 28-8, has a lead over Maxwell. That game is also at halftime. Some six-man action for you. Eustace Farnham uh, wins by forfeit over Elba, and uh, it was Hartland Lutheran this afternoon with a 42-12 win over Sumner Eddieville Miller. Again, here at halftime, it is Pleasanton leading Kennesaw by a count of 20-12. to 12, And we'll take a look at our halftime numbers, give you some stats and the scoring summary and a whole lot more when we return to Pleasanton right after this timeout. Gary Michaels Clothiers is welcoming the change of seasons with a wardrobe event. Select any suit or sport coat and pant and receive a dress shirt and tie free. A $100 value free. Designers like DKNY, Calvin Klein, S. Cohen, Michael Coors, and Austin Reed. Professionally tailored for the office or any event. New fall merchandise arriving daily in the ladies' department. Now newly expanded in Kearney. Accessorized with hobo handbags, Brighton accessories, shoes, and leather goods. Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. 
This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. And welcome back here to uh, Pleasanton, where at halftime, the Bulldogs are leading the uh, Blue Devils by a count of 20 to 18 here at halftime, brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation. And let's check our uh, scoring summary, our uh, scoring wrap-up. And we'll begin, first of all, for uh, the first one on the board was uh, Kennesaw. Excuse me, it was Pleasanton. Pleasanton got on the board when Jackson Keyshaw was able to... uh, have a quarterback sneak for about one yard. That made it seven to nothing thanks to the extra point by Grady Chandler. And then the ensuing drive, it was Kennesaw getting on the board. Tyson Denkirk connected with uh, Goldenstein and he ended up Goldenstein and he ended up with a thirty-five yard touchdown pass. The extra point was no good as they went for two. It was seven to six. And still in the first uh, or in the uh, first quarter. No, excuse me, late in the second quarter, it was Pleasanton getting on the ball uh, on the board again. Keyshaw this time hit Trevin Went on a beautiful 60-yard touchdown pass. That made it 13-6. to And then the ensuing drive, uh, Kennesaw was able to answer back. Denkirk this time on a three-yard run, and that made it uh, 13-12 to as the try for two again was no good. Only a minute three to go in the... Uh, before halftime when uh, Pleasanton got their hands on the board, but they had no problem. A long 57-yard pass set up. Keyshaw, this time from 14 yards out, it connects with Brady Klein. The uh, extra point was good, and we are at 20-12 to 12 here at halftime. That's our scoring wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Let's check some halftime numbers. We'll give you Kennesaw's to start things off here. And for the uh, Blue Devils, who, as we mentioned, lead it, uh, trail it here by a score of 20-12. to 12. And rushing the football, White Hanson has carried the ball nine times for 20 yards. Tyson Denkirk has 12 carries for 58 yards, does have a touchdown. Trey Kennedy, one carry for no yards in the game. So they have carried the ball 22 times for 78 yards so far here in the football game for Kennesaw. In the air for the Blue Devils, 3 of 10 passing is Tyson Denkirk for 56 yards. Derek Goldenstein has two of those catches for 50 yards and does have a touchdown. And Trey Kennedy with uh, six yards receiving here in the first half. And we still got to total up some numbers here for Pleasanton. Got to double check some numbers because I think my math was off. But we are at halftime where right now it is Pleasanton leading things here against Kennesaw by a score of 20 to 12. And we'll check the numbers here for the Bulldogs and a whole lot more. And we return right after this. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. 
Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel, for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Every team needs the right players in the right positions to provide a winning combination. It's no different with insurance. You need to have the right coverages on the right policies for the right price to assure a winning combination, Cruel Agency, and IMT Insurance. Contact our team at Cruel Agency for protection in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. Five Points Bank, the better bank, is now Grand Island and Nebraska's fastest-growing bank. Started in 1971, we're now in Hastings, Kearney, Lincoln, Papillion, Omaha, and Sumner. Five Points Bank, the better bank, takes care of customers and provides the best banking and technology. And welcome back here to Pleasanton. Our halftime score, the Bulldogs with a 20-12 to lead and a little bit of breaking news. I'll give you a stat here first. Trevin Went has caught the ball four times for 162 yards, has a touchdown, really set up uh, two of the three touchdowns that the Bulldogs had here. Either scored it directly on that long 60-yard pass or had a 57-yard uh, pitch and catch uh, on that last drive before halftime. But Trevin Went. Uh, Scott, you were telling me you, you heard that uh, he's out of the ball game. We saw him take their, his shoulder pads off earlier. They're not letting him put their shoulder pads back on. No, I think right, right on that long uh, catch right before the half when they put him in the great field position, it looked like he might have twinged his shoulder up a little bit. Um, you're not sure. That's, it looked like awful painful to get those shoulder pads off, uh, and it kind of looked like the initial thing that the trainers were looking at too. But he's walking back on the sideline right now with no pads on, so... That's going to be a big blow to the uh, Pleasanton offense. It sure is. And let's check the numbers uh, for Pleasanton, who lead it here 20-12 to 12 at intermission. Jackson Keyshaw has uh, a big night tonight. He's thrown for 243 yards. I forgot to uh, write down the numbers. He's got one, two, three, four, five incompletions. So he is uh, 12 of uh, 17 for 243 yards, passing here in the uh, first half. Seth Ethel. Seth. Eckel has one catch for three yards. Tice Westland has uh, two catches for 26 yards. Brady Klein has a couple of catches uh, for uh, 28 yards and that touchdown. And as we mentioned, Trevin Went, uh, who has uh, hurt his shoulder, and he's rubbing his right shoulder as we look at him right now. He does have a touchdown catch, four catches, 162 yards, and Went is out for the rest of the game. T.J. Bailey has one catch for one yard here in the first half. Pleasanton running the football. Well, they got one yard overall. Uh, Kessler Dixon has five carries for 12 yards. Jackson Keyshaw has four carries for no yards. And uh, Went has four carries for a negative 11 yards. So uh, one yard rushing here for Pleasanton in the first half. But they do have 243 yards in the air, according to my calculation. But I was told there's no math. That would make for 244 yards of total offense, 243 of those coming from the right arm of Jackson Keyshaw, who has thrown some brilliant balls, but his favorite target tonight 
is uh, lost to him for the rest of the game. Yeah, that's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, who's going to be the guy that steps up? Uh, you always talk about uh, in any sport, first guy goes down, who's ready to step up and take and fill that void. Um, I would look for them to probably get the ball to uh, Tyce Westland. Uh, you know, he has maybe had one or two catches. Um, they probably haven't looked at him as much as, uh, you know, they probably could have. But when uh, Trevin's, Trevin's on fire and clicking, keep giving him the ball. He's, he's made some plays. Um, but I, I assume that their second leading receiver on the year, you know, Mr. Westland, is it's time to get going a little bit if you're the Pleasanton offense. So uh, West, uh, Wentning out of the game. That is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back the game of life with a location near you. And we certainly hope that uh, he's too much of a talent. You don't, you don't want to, even though you're a freshman, you got a lot of football ahead of you, you don't want to lose any high school playing time if you can help it. And hopefully Trevin Went will be able to get back in action here very, very shortly. As it is, though, he is uh, out of the game here tonight with 162 yards and a touchdown. Pretty good effort tonight by the uh, freshman. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. 20-12 to 12, our halftime score. We'll get some last-minute uh, thoughts here from Coach Mollring, and we'll be ready to kick off the second half when we return to Pleasanton right after this. Welcome to Freddy's. What can we get started for you? I haven't had a carb in three weeks, and if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie... I need a Freddy's Original Double with Cheese, Fries, and a Turtle Sundae. Please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Key Lime Pie Concrete. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. We'll remind you that the internet streaming of our high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Kicking it off here for Kennesaw to start the second half will be Wyatt Hansen. Hansen has done nothing but punch the ball in the end zone, and he will kick it high and do the exact same thing here. Nice over-the-shoulder catch there by Seth Eckel in the end zone, but in high school, that's touchback. Not when you're five yards deep, you know. Well, an inch is An inch is still a touchback. In high school, it sure is. Well, again, Pleasanton will have to do it without their leading receiver tonight, Trevin Went, And we'll see what they uh, can get going here. But, boy, they they certainly showed that they can get their offense going in high gear, scoring with a a not much time on the clock to end the first half. You know, Kennesaw is still bringing four uh, pressure every play, so uh, it's going to have to be a little bit more on the feet of Kershaw probably a little bit or some quicker passing game. So Jackson Keyshaw will have the ball at the 15-yard line. He's looking to throw. He's shuffling to that left side. He signals Wesson to go deep, and he makes the catch at the 40. He's got it at the 30. They got an angle. He's got the stiff arm, and he'll be brought down inside the five-yard line. A 60-plus-yard pitch and catch to start the second half. As Keyshaw was able to hit Westland, and Westland with a nice stiff arm to keep Wyatt Hansen at bay. It was a great job by Keyshaw there, trying to get uh, just a little bit extra time by himself, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle in the pocket. 
Uh, and, you know, Pleasanton did a good job holding the rush off. That was one of the first times they had a chance to go downfield like that. Well, as you mentioned, you might want to start looking for uh, Tice Westland. And, yep, right out of the shoot, a 60-yard pitch and catch. They'll hand the ball off to the running back. Dixon gets the end zone. Nice little seam on that little slant there, running right across the uh, grain. And a two-play, 65-yard drive to get things started for Pleasanton here in the second half for a five-points bank touchdown. So Dixon now with 15 yards rushing and the touchdown. Now we'll see if we get the extra point here for Grady Chandler. And what a great start to the second half for the Dogs. And we've got uh, stoppage here as they blow the whistle. I don't see a flag. Were they not ready? I, I think they snapped the ball before the official put the ball in play there, gave the whistle anyway. So I guess no harm, no, harm, no foul. So a nice little run there by Kessler Dixon going against the green. Now the extra point. Well, that one looked like it was wide to the right, and it was. So the extra point is no good here for Grady Chandler. And it's a 14-point Bulldog lead. They lead at 26-12 with 11.33 to go here in the third quarter. We'll return to Pleasanton right after this. Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Grady Chandler will kick off here. He'll try to get in the end zone. He's going to be just a little bit short. So on the return here is going to be Denkirk. Denkirk comes up the middle, cuts back to the inside, back to the outside. He's got the sideline. There's a couple of flags down. Has the sideline, has it at the 20, has it at the 10. He's going to go in the end zone for a touchdown, but a couple of different officials threw a flag at about the 27-yard line. And so that, I'm sure, is going to be coming back. It is going to be a hold here on the Blue Devils. You either uh, probably should kick it on the ground or uh, kick it into the end zone, but don't give it to number 10. That's two great returns for him so far tonight. Well, and they've done a little bit of that. And if you want to just talk about net results with the penalty, that's not going to be a net result, but you are playing with fire. That'll back him up to about the 20, oh, inside the 20, rather, down to about the 17-yard line. Untimely penalty there. That uh, obviously is going to see what Kennesaw can do after you score a touchdown and gets called back. Sometimes your daubers are down. So uh, it's going to be a big drive here to start the third quarter for Kennesaw to, you know, hey, by the way, your your quarterback just ran, you know, 85 yards down the field across to the coach and then back. So maybe about 160 yards once all said and done to get this play going. Ball will be spotted at the 17-yard line. He's in a lot better shape than either you or I. At any point in my life. 
Running back off the left shoulder here of Denkirk. He calls it out. Low snap. Picks it up off the turf. He'll throw the ball on the right side. Out there in the slot making the catch is uh, going to be Sean Duffy. And Duffy makes his first catch of the year. And it'll be good for a gain of about five. Nice open field tackle there by Brady Klein, uh, the corner for uh, Pleasanton. You make a catch, but you know what? If you're on defense, the, you just got to get them down. And not a lot of yards after catch on that one. But it uh, you keep on your schedule as Duffy gains five. And Kennesaw is throwing the ball more than we kind of anticipated coming in. I think they're having some uh, troubles running inside the tight end. So, you know, you've got to find other ways to generate some offense. Good in-game adjustment here by Coach Snitzler. To look in the throw is going to be Denkirk. Denkirk in coverage, but a great strike and a catch by Goldenstein. And Goldenstein has it across midfield and will take it into Pleasanton territory down to about the 33. Mr. Goldenstein's making some plays as well. Nice, just a simple one-man post route. Uh, quarterback wasn't looking at anybody else, but he had inside leverage on the DB and nice, easy catch there. Gain of about 23 as they go from, goes out across midfield. And again, they're looking in a passing formation. Two wideouts to the right. Low snap again here for Denkirk. Denkirk's going to be scrambling. Breaks one tackle. Goes right back up the middle. Outruns the outside. Has the angle. Has the sideline. And he's going to have a touchdown. He was going to take a 37 yards with some nifty running. Made a couple of guys miss. Ran through one tackle. And will go in for a 37-yard scamper. Again, uh, you know, Kennesaw has decided they haven't been able to run the ball as nicely as they usually do. Spread the field. And if the pass isn't there, that you've got a quarterback who's probably going to end up one-on-one with someone, and your quarterback at Kennesaw can make the plays to get out and get around people. So Denkirk with a 37-yard run. Again, he had 58 yards at halftime, and he's got 40 yards on this drive, so he's right at 98 yards. They're going to go for two, and they're going to have a tight eye formation, run a little counter, and all by himself finding the uh, end zone here is going to be Goldenstein. The old tight end reverse, nothing wrong with that. So the try for two after the five points bank touchdown makes it a six-point game. 9.54 to go here in the third quarter. Touchdown, Kennesaw. They tack on the extra point, and they trail it here in Pleasanton 26-20. We're back after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Trust has earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Well, each team with a possession here in the second half, each team with a touchdown. And uh, you're starting to get into a little bit of a shootout here. 26-20, Kennesaw's cut the lead down to six, but now they're going to kick it off. 
And towing up the football here is going to be Wyatt Hansen. Hansen's done nothing but punch it in the end zone. We'll see whether or not that streak continues. As he comes up, low line drive kick. It's actually going to hit the turf, and it's going to bound into the end zone this time. Reminder for our Friday night scoreboard show coming up at the conclusion of our postgame here. It's all brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. And by the way, if you had a different game, we'd love to add your score to our scores for our live football scoreboard show at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We keep those going for you at PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can look at that on your phone, whatever game you're at. Uh, at home if you're listening there. And you can call us in Texas if you got a different score. Area code 308-646-0506. First and 10 here. As Keyshaw will hand the ball off. And it'll be a, just a nice quick little hitter here and a gain of about six on the play. Very similar play to what they scored on down at the goal line. Uh, just nice little crease there that they found over the left-hand side the last two plays. So a gain of about six. Nicely done there by... Uh, Kessler Dixon on the little quick little hitter. Again, uh, you know, Kennesaw's bringing four every time. If you can get through that first wave of defenders, you have the ability to get five, six, seven yards every single time. Wetting the football and calling for it here is going to be Keyshaw. Keyshaw will just set up on a quick little screen on that left side, and that's going to be more than enough for the first down. As making the catch, there's going to be Seth Eckel, and Eckel's going to gain. I'll see where they spot it. That'll be gain of five. You put uh, trips into the boundary, and then you throw into the boundary on a nice little screen there. So just basically a wide running play at that point. Yeah, a lot of, again, they don't have very many. They had one-yard rushing. But a lot of what they do with their passing game is is a derivative of the running game. Low snap here, quick little handoff right up the middle is going to come Dixon. And Dixon running low to the ground as he got tripped up is going to still end up having a nice gain on the play of about four or five. We'll see if that knee came down a little early. They haven't spotted it yet. They bring it across the uh, 30-yard line. So we'll call it a gain of five. Again, they're hitting a nice little crease there. and just uh, the low snap uh, probably delayed that play from happening a little faster to get a little extra yards on it. But uh, they found a nice little running crease there, which they had one yard rushing in half. Keyshaw has a man come across in motion. Low snap again. He's going to pitch the ball to Dixon on that left side. And he's going to gain about three on the play. That Low snaps. Keyshaw's done a nice job of handling those, but you're, you're playing with fire on that deal. And it's going to be third and about one as they, they have a gain of four. The, the, the thing about a low snap, if you can get it, the third defense down, sees the ball on the ground and they go straight for it. And then if you're able to pick it up and do something with it, you might have an advantage there. Um, so the low snaps, as long as he continues to pick them off the ground, they have a little bit of an advantage if it's a quick hitter. If it's a play that needs to take a little time, they're in trouble. Well, Keyshaw's done a nice job not only of handling that, but handling it quickly. And you know, he's really it. negated how the timing's been screwed up on some of these plays. He's been able to negate that. He gets a clean snap here, avoids the pressure. Good footwork there. He's going to throw it, and it's a jump ball run by Westland. Westland is going to go all the way into the end zone for a touchdown. That's going to be 45 yards on the pitch and catch because he pulled down the ball. The defender had a bad angle, ended up falling, and that is an easy score here. Where are the Bulldogs? Again, you look for your uh, your best players. Uh, if the quarterback, you're in a little bit of trouble, throw it up to the guy who's 6'4", and see if he can go make a play. In. And that's twice this half that he has been able to make a play. Well, his last three catches are for 20, 62, and now 45 yards. They're going to go for two this time. Keyshaw, pressure coming, steps away, throws it in underneath, caught for the two-point conversion. 
Nice little throw in underneath as that's reeled in by Cinch Heichel. And Heichel with the two-point conversion reception and the lead back out to 14 here for Pleasanton. They lead it 34-20 to with 7.31 to go here third quarter after the five-points bank touchdown reeled in by Tice Westland. And we'll have the kickoff right after this. Aurora Cooperative is excited to launch Prairie Valley Seed Brand into the market. Prairie Valley has one goal in mind, and that's to help you grow. By providing cutting-edge genetics and technology packages in combination with our customized seed placement approach, you can rest assured that your seeds will work as hard as you do. At Prairie Valley Seed, we'll push the boundaries in seed innovation so you can push the boundaries in farming. Prairie Valley Seeds, grow without limits. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to barneyinsurance.net. Welcome back to our broadcast booth, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We'll see if they do the uh, squib here with Grady Chandler, and they will do a little bit of a squib. A high bounce going to be picked up uh, by Hansen. Hansen up the middle, goes on that right side, runs through one tackle, but holding on and slowing things up there is uh, going to be Broderick Pates, and Pates is able to hold him up. And there's a gathering right at that spot at about the 33-yard line. You know, Pleasanton has given up some field position with those squib kicks, but they're not giving up touchdowns or big, big gainers, uh, which would happen if you get the ball back to Denkert there. Yeah, because he's, he's proven that if he gets in space, he can do some damage. And we'll see what he can get done here. His team is down by 14, 34-20, 7-21 to go here, nearing the midway point of the third quarter. Denkert. Low snap. It's bouncing around back there. It's down to about the 15. He's looking to scramble, and he breaks a couple of tackles, but there's a lot of red jerseys there, and he's eventually going to be brought down at about the 15-yard line. Well, that one kind of squirted through there, and finally cleaning things up, there's going to be Connor Hand. Uh, you know, that's uh, the, the shotgun Sam, something that Pleasanton does every single day. Um, Kennesaw is more of a keep everything in tight. They do some shotgun, but, uh, you know, not as much as Pleasanton does, so uh, the center, there's more of a, a proclivity to have an accident there, and that's what, exactly what happened there. Proclivity. Loss of 16 on the play. I'm not even and sure. And a gain a of 32 points in Scrabble for proclivity. I'm not sure it's a word. I wouldn't know how to spell it. I heard it somewhere sometime, maybe on Jeopardy. Six. You watch Jeopardy. See, that's still impressive. 6.40 to go now. Second and very, very long. They're going to pitch the ball out to White Hanson on that right side. He gets the edge. He's got the sideline, but is forced out of bounds over there. Good angle and a good little push there by T.J. Bailey. If Bailey's not there, he might have enough for the first down. There was a couple of guys that had an angle. I don't think he had a touchdown, but he would have gained a whole lot more than that. It's still going to be third and long here. Still going to be third and about 16. I would, uh, I would, I would think that Kennesaw's coming back with Two receivers on one side, one on the other, and see if they can get the ball to Goldenstein on the post, which has had some success with that. Gain of about eight on the play. And they're going to split out both ends. And a low snap for Denkirk. Denkirk will scramble. He gets a little block, and he'll run down that sideline. And, wow, he's met right on the sideline by Seth Eckel. Eckel's going to knock him out of bounds after a gain of about two. 
There it was. They run the uh, the post route again with uh, Goldenstein, uh, but the low snap uh, just didn't allow uh, Denker to, to get the ball up and look and see where he was, so ended up scrambling on that play. It's going to end up being now fourth and about 14, so in punt formation here is going to be Wyatt Hansen. He went out of bounds, so the clock has stopped here. Good snap to Hansen. Hansen, a low kick. It's going to hit the turf, and they're just going to get away from it. It took a little bit of a side hop there, and instead of playing with fire, Seth Eckler just got away from it. And so it rolls dead, and with 6.08 to go, Pleasanton has their pause back on the football. Big, uh, big defensive series coming up here for Kennesaw. I, I, I think they can play. Uh, getting down by two scores, you can you can get back in it. But if you get down three scores, then you start pressing a little bit. So this is a big defensive series here. In Class A, Carney leads in Norfolk 31-0. Carney Catholics taking lead on Lincoln Christian 16-14. Uh, elsewhere in Class D1, Elm Creek now with a 28-0 lead over Morrill. And Alma is leading Shelton by 12. Here we got a little... Pitch and catch on that left side, squirting through there. He's going to be Dixon. Dixon runs through the sideline, breaks the tackle, has it at the 30, finds an angle, running for the far pylon, and he's going to take it the distance. 68 yards. Just a quick little pitch and catch, and off he goes. Found a little seam, and it looked like not much was going to happen there, Scott, but he just found that seam and goes the distance. That is an impressive run by Kessler Dixon. Uh, we've been talking about if they can get past the first line, then you have a chance to gain some yards, and then if you break a couple tackles, then you got a chance for some real big yards, and that's exactly what happened there. He just kept weaving back and forth across the field there. Well, he started on one far sideline and got the uh, pylon on the other side. High snap. Kick is up. It is over that pylon or not. No, it is off to the left. And so the kick is no good here for Grady Chandler because of the high snap. And your score now is 40-20 to 20 with 5.52 to go here in the third quarter. Another five-point bank touchdown here for the uh, Bulldogs. And they will kick it off when we return right after this. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Well, that will help your rushing yards as a team. A 68-yarder there by uh, Kessler Dixon. And, again, they only had one yard in the first half. But, again, they were looking to throw the ball a little bit more. Now they've kind of, you know, sometimes you pass the ball and it opens up your running game. And that certainly was the case there for uh, Kessler Dixon, who takes it 68 yards. Yeah, Pleasanton hasn't given up on throwing the ball. But all of a sudden they're trying to run the ball a little bit now. And the opposite is true of Kennesaw. They have kind of gone away from the run and they're a running team and they've thrown the ball a lot the second half so they're they're kind of seeing what the defense is giving them and deciding it's time to change the game plan up both sides so a 40 to 12 lead here and again another kickoff that goes into the end zone another touchback here so setting up shot at the 15 yard line will be Kennesaw who needs to get a little infusion of energy we still have a lot of football left here we are we've just crossed the midway point of the third quarter with 551 to go here in the third quarter. So we still have almost 18 minutes of football. Still plenty of time here for Kennesaw, but 
now you now you have to match blow for blow. It's it's kind of a boxing yep. match and here. You got to make some things happen on defense and start going for turnovers, blitzing a little more. So, um, you know, they're going to go back to their bread and butter probably. Couple of tight ends, handoff right up the middle, and um, two yards in a cloud of dust here for uh, Wyatt Hanson. You know, your Kennesaw, your young team, like uh, we mentioned, half the team is freshmen, and they start five sophomores. You know, you just took a couple body blows there. Uh, are you going to just keep laying up against the ropes here, or what are you going to go back to that you're comfortable with to get these young kids some confidence back? Yeah, and again, you don't have to. You don't have to panic. I mean, uh, if you even if you don't score on this drive, if you're somewhat successful, start winning. But you're going to have to start playing some defense. Yep. Start winning that field position battle. They will come out with uh, two split ends. They'll spread out the field here a little bit. Low snap for Denkirk to handle. He's going to roll to his left. Now he'll curl back around over the middle, and he'll go on that right side. Pressure coming. He'll spin, break one tackle, cut back to the inside, and he'll take the ball out to about the 20-yard line. So that'll end up being he'll run 35 yards to gain three. Even even if they're the running passes and they're not there, the pass play is not there. He still has the ability to make two or three guys miss and gain positive yards. So, I mean, we've seen that to start the second half. There's probably going to be a whole lot more of Mr. Denker running around, trying to throw the ball, looking for people, but then eventually running it. The ball is just across the 20-yard line. They got to get it to the 25. So this is a little bit short of five yards here on third down. Clock running now with 4.24 to go in the third. 40-20 are scored. Denkirk looking to throw. Makes the completion here to Hanson. Hanson breaks the tackle. Has a sideline. Midfield, he's got it at the 30. At the 20, one man left who does not have the angle. And with the touchdown is going to be Wyatt Hanson. Hanson will take it 59 yards. Uh, they've run that uh, concept plenty of times. Uh, they run a post, and the inside receiver runs an out. They've hit the out now three times. Uh, that's just a missed tackle. It turns in from a six-yard game and a first down to a, you know, 50-yard-plus touchdown. Well, that's the nature of the eight-man game. You, you break a tackle, there's, there's not as many guys left. And a lot of times you end up, you're, you're forced to have man-to-man coverage. And at any level of football, somebody breaks a tackle somebody, on man-to-man, do the math. Yep. So an attempt to two here after the five-points-bank touchdown. And Denkirk, a little pump fake. Now he's going to scramble. Goes to that left side. Gets a block from his wide receiver and gets a two-point conversion. Well, nice block there to set things up there by Wyatt Hansen. Not only did Hansen level Seth Echol, he also helped him up and pat him on the back. So the two-point conversion for Kennesaw after the touchdown makes it a 14-point ball game. It is 40-28. to uh, 28. 4-11 to go here in the third quarter. We'll have the kickoff right after this. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. 
rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Well, Wyatt Hansen scored a 59-yard touchdown moments ago to make this a 12-point ball game following the two-point conversion. And now we'll try to kick the ball about 50 yards into the end zone. It is high and picked up at about the two-yard line. So first return of the uh, half here. And on that left side is going to be Pates. And Pates will bring it across the 25 out to about the uh, 24, 30, the 24-yard line. Nice return there. You know, I, that might be the first time that uh, Pates has touched the ball tonight. So, yeah. you know, get the ball in your hands and make a little play. So, Pleasanton now. We'll see how they answer back. Good job there by Kennesaw. They, yeah. they needed an answer. They, they weathered uh, some body blows there. They got themselves back in a position to keep competing here the rest of the game. So, But they've got to play some defense. And they do it against a pretty hot quarterback. Calling out the uh, signals here. Is going to be Keyshaw. Keyshaw will get the ball back into the hands of Kessler Dixon. And Dixon on the run is going to end up gaining about three yards. Just a quick little hitter here. Similar play to the one that busted wide open a little bit ago. Yeah, I think they found a little something, obviously, that they've liked to use. They've scored two touchdowns on a one on a long run, one at the goal line. And so they're gaining some yards with it. Um, now can Kennesaw make an adjustment to, to close that gap down? Well, they gained three yards on that first one for the touchdown. They gained three yards here, but they had a 68-yarder last time they ran that play a little bit ago. And so it'll be second and seven. Keyshaw will have a running back behind him, and they'll throw the ball off on this left side, complete to Eckel. Eckel on a quick little wide receiver screen, and he's going to gain a two, maybe three on that far sideline. He's going to be knocked down short of the 30-yard line. Just run a little bubble screen out there. Let, you know, that's that's their form of the run play. So they've uh, run the ball basically twice here. Um, getting themselves in a third and medium. The third and about five. And again, if you're Kennesaw, if you're Pleasanton, then three quarters of your playbook is for five yards or more with that passing game. Another big third down for Kennesaw. Can they get their defense off the field? They got a little momentum thanks to the touchdown drive a little bit ago. They fake that jet sweep. Keyshaw's going to throw it over the middle. Westland with a great catch at the 30. Breaks a tackle. Has it at the 20, at the 10, and he'll go in for another touchdown. 51 yards this time. Strong hands to pull down the the, uh, football away from the defender, and it's going to end up being a 51-yard pitch and catch. Uh, It looks like even looked like Denkert had the interception or was going to at least wrestle it away there from uh, Tice Westland. Um, Westland comes out of the fray again with the ball, makes another big play here in the third quarter. Well, his last two catches are both touchdowns and total of 96 yards between the two of them. And they're going to make a last-second decision here to uh, kick the extra point. They lead right now by 18. 46-28 is our score. And up by 18, you bring in number 16, Grady Chandler. And the kick is up, and it is good. So after wrestling with the touchdown, Chandler with the extra point, and it's now 47-28. Pleasanton leads at home to Kennesaw with 2.24 to go in the third, and we're back right after this. 
Just when you thought it was safe to stay out of the water, Buzz's Marine presents Cause 6, a new dimension in savings. Why do they call it a Cause 6 sale? Because there's only six carryover specials left in stock, and Buzz's Marine has taken a monstrous bite out of their price. Buzz's Marine has vowed that the sale will come to an abrupt halt as soon as the last boat is sold. Cause 6. Brought to you by Buzz's Marine. Hurry, sale ends whenever. Go to buzzesmarine.com for more details. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Cardi. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is Locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, Locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want Locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. And welcome back. Our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. The uh, kickoff going on this left side is going to scoot into the end zone. So a nice job there by Grady Chandler to punch it in the end zone for the touchback. Let's give you a couple updates on some of those uh, games that would be upsets, depending on how they turn out. But Scott's Bluff has taken the lead right now in Grand Island Northwest, 12-7 to in Class B. So the favorite team there has the lead. And St. Cecilia in Gibbon is still trailing the Buffaloes, but it's a little closer. Gibbon with a 14-7 to lead, both of those games now in the fourth quarter. Here, we've got 224 to go in the third. And again, it's, it's, it's like one of those Rocky movies. You take a body blow, you take a few punches, and then you try to deliver your punch of your own. Kennesaw did that a little bit ago offensively. Pleasanton answered right back, and we'll see what the Blue Devils can do here. First and 10 from the 15. Low snap for Denkirk. He's going to make the connection out here with the pass to Hansen. Hansen's going to break three uh, on this left side, and that's going to end up being a gain of about eight on first down. Uh, same uh, twin set. Uh, outside guy runs a post, inside guy runs an out. Uh, but how patient can Kennesaw be, uh, you know, getting six, seven, eight yards at a time uh, through the passing game before, you know, you want to you want to throw the big one. So, um, you know, obviously anybody anybody in America will take eight yards on first down. Especially if you can get out of bounds. Yes. I mean, that, it doesn't take long to get down the field if you can keep getting out of bounds there. Goldenstein will split out wide here on the near side of the field, which will be to the left. Denkirk is out of the pistol. He's looking to Goldenstein. He's going to make the catch, and he's going to drive right up the field, have a little stiff arm, and move, be pulled down at about the 38. That'll be a gain of 15. Corner, it's given quite a bit of cushion there, so you just run a little five, six-yard hitch, turn and catch it, and then make some make some guys miss and keep, keep turning up field. So, again, a pretty easy pass and catch there if the DBs are going to play that far off. Well, with that little juke, trying to get a little space, and then you go with that power move with the stiff arm, and you unstack it. It's gain of 15. We're just short of midfield here, as we'll be moving inside at two minutes by the time Kennesaw makes the snap here in the third quarter. Still, Kennesaw's got some work to do. They got a lot of track delay here. They trail at 47-28. Denkirk, out of the pistol formation. We'll take the snap. We'll lob it out right side for Hanson. Hanson will make the catch, but a great open field tackle there on the far side. Kind of looked to be uh, their version of a bubble uh, screen. Kind of kind of looked a little uh, wonky when they ran it, but, you know, good completion on it. But uh, when your DBs come up and make a sure-handed tackle like that, uh, uh, that's 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 a tone for your first down play. You know, now it's second and long, and, and now Kennesaw might have to go back to something that they're more familiar with. Kessler Dixon with that great open field tackle. And they'll, they'll show that film study tomorrow and say, boys, this is how we want it done. 
They, they missed a few tackles, but that one was spot on perfect. So second and 10. Denkirk will move the running back to his right. He's going to roll to his right, now curl back to the left, and he's looking to run. He's got it at the 30, breaks through one tackle, but he's going to be met by a couple of Buffaloes there, and uh, the tackle will be wrapped up there by the uh, quarterback, Jackson Keyshaw. Keyshaw with the tackle with a lot of help there by, by uh, Wrestling. And uh, that's that's a whole lot of football player meeting your quarterback there. That's some, that's some good pursuit there, some hard hitting at the end of that play too. So no gain on that play. I think that might have been kind of a bootleg, if you will, kind of your own sort of naked boot there. And no gain on that play. So after no gain on their first two plays of this series after getting the first down, you're looking at third and ten. And they're going to have to snap it. They've got 13 seconds left, and they're already starting to count it down. they got to hustle. In fact, they're going to have to call a timeout. Uh, nothing nothing beats a killing timeout with seconds to go in a quarter. So the uh, timeout taken here by Kennesaw with nine seconds to go, but they were going to get the snap off in time. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. We'll talk about that a whole lot more with our score 47-28. Nine seconds to go in the third quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. You know, 1994 doesn't sound that long ago, but that's 25 years now. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. State championship year. Cambridge, America. <laughs> America. Nebraska High School Hall of Fame honoree next weekend. Sure, bring that up. Here's... Quarterback keeper right up the middle, Denkirk. Denkirk, nice little screen, breaks to the outside. He'll bring it across midfield down to about the 30-yard line. So only uh, a nice little gain of 11. They're going to give him 11 on the play. They stop the clock with one tick to go here, but they won't uh, do any more than that as they wind it, and that will end the third quarter. So we'll head to the fourth. They wind it. Yeah, everybody's heading to the locker room. Uh, some confusion. They're going to start the fourth quarter. Our score is 47-28. to 28. That will end the quarter, and we'll head to the fourth with a 19-point lead for Pleasanton, but Kennesaw is driving when we return right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Ooh, that light lunch didn't cut it. And our dinner reservations aren't until when? Well, this is just embarrassing. 
Enough is enough. Stop the growl with Amigos' new quesadilla snackers. A mini quesadilla with chicken or ground beef, bacon bits, and Amigos Ranch. They're just the right size at just the right price. Don't deal with a grumbling stomach. Stop the growl for only $1.99 with new quesadilla snackers only at Amigos. Limited time only. And welcome back. We start the fourth quarter. 19-point lead for... Kennesaw, they're, for uh, Pleasanton, rather, but Kennesaw is driving here. They trail at 47 to 28. And so Denkirk, after that nice little scramble, will get back in action here with the ball right at the 30-yard line. To his right is Trey Kennedy. They'll fake the handoff to Kennedy. Denkirk's going to keep it, go to the outside, has a seam, has it at the 20, cuts back to the inside, breaks another tackle, spins through there. He's going to be inside the 15-yard line, down to about the 13. And let there is a flag down at about the 25-yard line. That's going to be a hold. Now, that'll be five yards or so upfield, but they'll back it up. So you're going to be looking at first and 15 here by the time we uh, get this all done here. And that'll negate a pretty good uh, amount of running here for Denkert. Denkert's got the majority of his runs on quarterback scrambles when he's not been able to find an open receiver. But that was a good play call, counter play, counter looking action anyway. That was one of the few times he's been able to break one that's called for him. Yeah, done by design that time. So uh, 94 state champs, uh, Hall of, that makes you a Hall of Famer. That makes me uh, a recognizee. I don't think I would consider myself oh. anywhere close to being See, and, you, and you guys weren't even the first team to win a state championship uh, out of the comes. conference. Out yeah. of the conference. I, I think I remember who that was. I'm not sure. Well, that was way before my time. I'll tell you that much. We had face masks. Let me just say that. And the delay of game here for Kennesaw. They took too much time. They got the, the ball set very early. And Kennesaw didn't realize that the, the play clock was started. So that's going to cost them another five yards. So you're looking now at first and 20. So back-to-back penalties. That's a killer penalty off of a penalty. Um, you, you hate to double them up like that. And on one that's easily avoidable. Well, they did not realize, nor did I, to be honest with you, that they had already got the ball set and ready to play after the penalty. So it'll be first and 20. Denkirk will look to throw on that left side and a great stick in open space. The uh, tackle was by Dixon, the catch by Hanson, and Hanson paid the price. Run that concept many times tonight. Uh, the ball is a little bit high and behind him. He makes the catch. Defense is ready there. If he leads him, if Denkert leads the receiver, the guy's running to the sideline, still gaining yards, but since it was behind, all of his momentum was stopped, and then everything was stopped by the great tackle. Yeah, Dixon had a good angle, and he ran behind those shoulder pads. So we're looking at uh, second and a good 17 here. Denkert, again, looking to throw after the low snap. He'll shuffle to his left. Now he'll roll to his right, looking to throw down deep, and he's just going to chuck it. And Coach Westland doesn't have the hands his son has as it falls incomplete. Uh, just getting rid of the ball there is Denkirk. So that's going to set up now third and long. Bulldogs here a play away from getting the football back. Great coverage downfield. Uh, Denkirk just didn't have anybody to throw to there. Just chucks that one out of bounds because he was in trouble a good 10, 12 yards behind the line of scrimmage at that point. And that time, there was enough uh, red jerseys that had good angles on him that he really didn't feel comfortable trying to tuck it and go. He made the good decision there. Stop the clock. Don't risk play, the football. Play another play. Play another play. Learn to find another day. 
But now time is of the issue. 10-13 to go, down by 19. Another low snap. Denker handles it. He's going to keep it this time. He's going to go right up the middle, scoots around, and will uh, cut back to the inside, puts his hand on the turf to stay aloft, and then cuts back inside the 10, the 20-yard line, down to about the 16, and that's going to be enough for the first down. Pleasanton brought a big-time blitz there, and if you get through the blitz, you've got open grass because no one's accounting for the quarterback, and no one accounted for Denkert there. He had 10 to 12 yards before anyone was even close to tackling him. And he was met before he got to the first down and was able to fight through one tackle. In fact, put his hand on the turf to gain an extra four yards and enough for the first down. The ball is going to be spotted at about the 17-yard line. This time they go two tight ends, eye formation behind Denkirk, who is under center, and he's going to pitch the ball out to Hanson. Hanson will spin, will be met at the line of scrimmage, and maybe gain about one yard on the play, and that's going to be it. Their power toss, uh, they're, they're trying to kick the defensive end out and, and, and lead up inside of there. Just has not been working for them. Uh, it's probably what they're used to seeing. Um, you know, they've been able to bounce it a couple times outside, but... The, the defensive line for Pleasanton has not been given up, given up very many running yards inside. Reese was that defensive end on that far side, and basically with his nose over the football there is Connor Hand, and both of those guys won their battle. So out of that uh, shotgun formation, another low snap, a flag as soon as they snap it. That'll be another illegal procedure penalty here on Kennesaw. Uh, this defense for Pleasanton has been pretty good. You don't have to help them. They've been a nice, doing a nice job all night of, uh, you know, they've missed some tackles, which has given Kennesaw some big plays, but they've really made Kennesaw work and work and work. And, and you know, eventually, you know, you're going to end up mistakes one side or the other. And right now, Kennesaw's had three costly penalties this drive. Well, Pleasanton's been coming over. Yeah, they missed some them. tackles, but Pleasanton's been in the right spots. Here, a quick little snap. They throw it in a quick slant and then drop in the football is going to be uh, the receiver. And they're going to leave that one incomplete. You know, Bernstein had it, but he dropped it. Had it in stride, and I think uh, one of the linebackers for Pleasanton reached back and got his hand in there and made him made him bobble it just as he was catching it. That's the right call, but that was close to a catch and then a fumble. Close, very close. Well, you're obviously in two-down territory. You're down, you know, three scores at this point. Um, and with eight and a half to go, you've got to be in de- yeah, desperation mode you're, here. You're third and 13, so you got to get – got to – you got to think to yourself that you got to get half of it on this play. That's probably the mode you're in instead of two plays to try to get 13 yards in each of those two plays. You're going to have a quick little snap here. They'll lob it into the end zone. They're going for it all, and there's a jump ball, and it's caught. Oh. Goldenstein, touchdown. A 20-yard pitch and catch to Goldenstein in the end zone, and Goldenstein wins the battle there. Looks like Brady Klein uh, had the position. Uh, Might have got his feet tangled up with himself and, and just misjudged it barely. At the same time, Goldenstein reached over the top, made a great, great catch. So 8.23 to go here after the five points bank touchdown. The lead is 13. And so you've you got to get one of these two-point conversions here. In under center is uh, going to be Denkirk. Denkirk runs a little counter. And that's going to go nowhere. They drop the football. That play is pretty much over at that point. This is in college where you can pick it up and get the two-point conversion on the other side. So the uh, try for two is no good. So it's a 13-point ball game with 8.23 to go here in the fourth quarter. 
It is 47-34. And the ball will be kicked off to Pleasanton when we return right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Gary Michaels Clothiers is welcoming the change of seasons with a wardrobe event. Select any suit or sport coat and pant and receive a dress shirt and tie free. A $100 value free. Designers like DKNY, Calvin Klein, S. Cohen, Michael Coors, and Austin Reed. Professionally tailored for the office or any event. New fall merchandise arriving daily in the ladies' department. Now newly expanded in Kearney. Accessorized with hobo handbags, Brighton accessories, shoes, and leather goods. Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. White Hanson teeing it up here for Kennesaw. Pleasanton is not going to be surprised if they try the onside kick. They are prepared. They've changed their lineup. They got a lot of low numbers out there to uh, pull this one in, and we'll see what uh, they decide to do as Hanson will come up, and he will kick the ball deep, and we'll be trying to aim for the end zone, and it will go into the end zone. Just watching it go past him is going to be Broderick Pates, and so the ball will be at the 15-yard line. I think it might be a little early, especially since they were ready for that onside kick. Yeah, it depends on if you think you're just going to go back and forth, back and forth, score, 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 uh, alternating scores here. But, you know, Kennesaw, if you, you're you going to get this to a one-score game, your defense has got to make a play somewhere. And they just have not had that outstanding turnover on defense yet or a sack or anything like that that gets Pleasanton off rhythm. Well, only one turnover so far in the game for Pleasanton. Keyshawn. We'll hand the ball up right up the middle, and they were ready for Kessler-Dixon that time. They didn't get surprised at all, and the folks wearing blue on the far sideline are applauding their defense because they just knocked him back for a yard loss. Yeah, Kennesaw's not going to sit back and see what Pleasanton's going to do. They're going to put pressure on as much as they can, and, uh, you know, they're starting to close down that, that running gap that Pleasanton has taken advantage of this half. And again, they're uh, taping up that shoulder of Trevin Went, who had 160-plus yards receiving in the first half and hurt his shoulder. And uh, his day is done. Deshaun with the snap here. Low snap. He's going to roll to his right. A little stiff arm. A lot of pressure coming. Tries to get the edge. And he lost the football. But falling on it for Pleasanton is going to be Seth Eckel. I, I don't know if he lost it or maybe he did a... Uh... Ill-advised pitch at the end there. Uh, Might have been set up for that to begin with on the play, but uh, maybe at that point in time wasn't the best decision. So that ends up being a loss of about four on the play. I'm going to pin that one on Keyshaw because I think it ended up on the turf and Echo found it. Again, Our angle, it was kind of hard to see, but it's going to be now third and 15. Big, big down for the Kennesaw defense. Every time I've said that, Pleasanton's got a, a home run ball on him. Well, they're looking for it here with an empty backfield, and they're going to lob it out, and it's going to be overthrown. Trying to connect with uh, Kessler-Dixon, and it falls incomplete, and that will stop the clock with 7.01 to go. Keyshaw's under big-time heat there. He ended up on his back, two guys in his face. So Kennesaw got the pressure. They got an errant throw, and now they get the ball back. Well, now in the end zone, waiting for the snap to punt the football is going to be Keyshaw. The 5'11 senior has his feet right on the goal line with 7.01 to go here in the fourth. 
And he'll kick it. He gets it off, and it's a nice kick. Going to be picked up in the air here by Denkert at about the 32-yard line. Makes one man miss. Has it across midfield. There's a flag down as he's brought down across the 30 down to about the 28. There's a flag down near where the tackle was made, but it was before the tackle, so that's probably a hold. You know, if you're Pleasanton, you've got to be pretty worried about the momentum of this fourth quarter starting to turn. It's a block in the back, so that's going to cost him 10 yards from there, and that will push him across midfield, I believe, from where that flag was thrown. No, just short of midfield. He'll be at the 39-yard line. That was such a great punt. That was, you know, out kicking your coverage because you give the other team's best player the ball with open grass. Um, you know, it, it, sometimes those in these situations, you might just want to punt it out of bounds rather than giving the best player the ball with some open room to run. Yeah, but your heels are on that on that goal line. You, you know, you worry a little bit about giving the short field anyway. Yeah. As it is, you know, they kicked it from the goal line, and they've got it at the 39. So we'll see what uh, Kennesaw can do here. They've been able to answer the bell here so far. Dunkirk looking to throw. We'll lob the ball in traffic on that left side, and another great catch in space pulled down by Hansen. Hansen will reel it in at about the 10-yard line, a gain of 29. And hang on, folks. Here we go. Great. Just a, just a one-step, throw it up, let your guy go run and get it. And uh, Hanson, uh, with the sure hands, makes a nice catch there. We've seen a lot of catches here tonight where the receiver with the strongest hands has been able to reel it in. And the, the, the coverage on both sides has not been poor. It's just been some really good catches. Well, and both these quarterbacks have put it on the money. So it'll be first and goal from the 10, and number 10 is going to keep it. He's going to go right up the middle, and he'll break through a tackle. He's pulling the pile forward down to about the five-yard line. That should have legitimately been a gain of maybe one. It ends up being a gain of five. There was uh, both quarterbacks, one playing defense. They met each other hard, and they stalemated for a second, and then Denker kept the feet going and got an extra three, four yards out of it. So it'll be second and goal from the five. And we are inside of six minutes to go here in the football game. 47-34. Pleasanton has never trailed in the football game. They lead it right now by 13, but they'll snap it here for Denkirk from the five-yard line. Throws it in traffic in the middle and just out of the hands. It was knocked away at the last second from Goldenstein. I'm sure that the uh, Kennesaw coaching staff isn't happy with that. Uh, from their angle, is probably a pass interference. Um, from the uh, Pleasanton angle, is a great defensive play. So, you know, it, uh, it was a bang-bang play, to say the least. So very close. But arguably, you could say that that was perfect timing there for the Bulldogs. As it was, they were able to knock it incomplete, and it's going to be third and goal from the five. 5.44 to go here, fourth quarter. 13-point advantage for Pleasanton. Kennesaw trying to cut into it. Denkirk out of the uh, pistol. He's going to keep it himself. Try to get that pylon. Stiff arm. Leans the ball in, and he's got a five-yard touchdown. Able to just outrun the defense and lean that ball in, sticking it over the pylon on that right side for a five-yard, five-points bank touchdown. Yeah, the receivers out there got just enough of a block that Pleasanton couldn't set the edge and force it back inside. Denkert just races to the, to the pylon. Not a problem for him. 47 to 40. Now the two-point conversion. Any way you slice it, it's a one-possession game now. But at some point, they're going to have to get a conversion. They've not been able to do that all night tonight. Rolling out to his right side is Denkirk. He's going to lob in the end zone. He's got a man out there, and it's going to be caught for the two-point conversion. 
Wheeled in by Goldenstein, and it is a five-point ball game. 47-42, 5.38 to go here, fourth quarter, and we have a uh, player down here for Kennesaw as uh, it is not Goldenstein. I'm not sure who's on the back here. They got a little uh, cramp there. They're stretching them out, and we'll take a quick break. When we come back, they'll kick it off here to the Bulldogs when we return to Pleasanton. 47-42, our score. We're back after this. Aurora Cooperative is excited to launch Prairie Valley Seed Brand into the market. Prairie Valley has one goal in mind, and that's to help you grow. Why providing cutting-edge genetics and technology packages in combination with our customized seed placement approach, you can rest assured that your seeds will work as hard as you do. At Prairie Valley Seed, we'll push the boundaries in seed innovation so you can push the boundaries in farming. Prairie Valley Seeds, grow without limits. Tougher together, Aurora and you. So Denkirk on a five-yard touchdown run, and Kennesaw has scored back-to-back touchdowns. They also get the uh, two-point conversion, and now we've got ourselves a five-point ball game. You don't need to onside kick it here. You just kick it away and play defense, right? Yep, play defense, see if your defense can come out and get another three and out. Um, you know, it's uh, interesting uh, when... Pleasanton got up 18. They decided to kick the extra point and go up 19. And right now, 19 is not going to do you any good because now you're only up five. So, you know, hopefully. Well, they've done they, a pretty good job of keeping Kennesaw from getting those two-point conversions. Right. You know, but, but at this point, uh, a touchdown, you're down one. So uh, Pleasanton's got to do something with the, with the ball here on offense. Well, here comes the kickoff here from Denkirk. Denkirk put his foot into it at the 30-yard line. It'll be a high kick, and it will go out of bounds. By the way, uh, it was Hansen that uh, had the cramp, and that is why Denkirk did the kicking off there, and he still kind yeah. of pinched it in the end zone and, for the touchback. It looks like Hansen. You have to, you know, once the people come out and attend to it, you have to sit out of play. Hansen's back in on defense. Didn't get a chance to kick, but you still had a great backup kicker there. Yeah, you're not going you could call a timeout, but you're not gonna do that for a kickoff. No. 538 to go, fourth quarter. Now Pleasanton. After two straight scores here by Kennesaw, they've got to find a way to answer back. It's about time for uh, Tice Westland to get his hands on the ball again. Well, Keyshaw is in that shotgun formation, and he's gonna keep it himself. He'll bounce to the outside, a little Thanks, stiff man. arm, Thanks, and he'll bring it across the 20 yard line out to about the 22, so that'll be a gain of about seven. Uh, that's the first time they called a run for their quarterback tonight, and uh, quite a time to do it, you know, up five, five and a half minutes to go. Uh, good call, counterplay, and get six yards on it. Well, you can't be too conservative. You've still got to be you. Which is surprising because they haven't given him the ball all night, uh, you know, as a running, right. as a running play. He came in as their leading rusher on the season. And here Keyshawn will call it out. He's going to keep it himself, and, boy, they, uh, there's no room to run there. Nope. Blue Devils him. blew that one up. In the backfield was uh, Corey Fleece as uh, he was in there and, and made the play. That's going to be a loss on the play. It's going to set up now third and seven. They, they brought everybody they, they could put onto that one. So Six guys coming after the ball on that one with two guys on coverage. So that'll be a loss of about four on the play. Clock moving here with 4.33 to go. Things are tightening up here between two top ten teams. Pleasanton has led all night. They've got it third and long. Keyshaw throws in traffic, and it's caught. 
What a great catch by Westland, who is down at the 30-yard line, a gain of 13. I, I think we've mentioned this before, that the receivers and the DBs are meeting the ball at about the same time, and that time, again, the receiver, stronger hands wins. Westland with a great catch crossing the, crossing the middle there. Yeah, great catch, but boy, that ball was thrown into a small yep. window by Keyshaw. And it had to be out in front of the receiver, and it had to be a spot where, where Westland can go get it, and it was. It was just a great ball on with pressure and that's on, a big, on a big pressure play. That's a big play. We're inside of four minutes now. Shotgun formation here for Keyshaw. They've got it first and ten from the 30-yard line. Long count. Fake the handoff. Quarterback's going to keep it. Quarterback's going to go back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe gain a yard here is Keyshaw. And down on the turf and hurt is going to be Corey Fraze. And he's going to come off. So Keyshaw with a gain of one. Fraze is coming off like he maybe got a little stinger on that left arm. And I hope that's it. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with a location near you. You know, Pleasanton is keeping the ball in their quarterback's hands that way. They're not dealing with, there's a lot of pressure coming, but you're not dealing with trying to get a handoff as there's pressure in your face. So they're trying to eliminate the the costly turnover here, the fumbles, um, when there's so many people coming at, at the ball. Carney Catholic wins over Lincoln Christian, a final of 30-21. to 21. That is now a final. Here, second and nine. Pleasanton with 3.39 to go. And they will start the clock here. And Keyshaw is in no hurry to snap the football. He, veteran quarterback, a senior, he's going to wait for the uh, official about 20 yards up the field to start counting it down. And there the countdown begins. And dramatic pause begins now. And so he'll call for the football. Fake the handoff. Rob it on that right side. Going to be caught by Westland down to the 30-yard line. Gain of 20. Nice flag right there. Flag route run by the uh, tight end. Uh, they put Westland across the field. There he lines up as a tight end. Run the, run the out route. Throw it over the head of the corner. Nice play. That was a great great ball again by Keyshaw. From the 30 to the 30, gain of 20. And now we're going to be inside of three minutes when they snap the ball here. And you're looking to do more than just work clock. Yeah, you want to work clock. you got to get a couple more first downs, so. Well, and if not more. Or punch in the end zone. That would be a devastating blow to Kennesaw's hopes as well. Waiting for that countdown. Now they'll call for the snap as Keyshaw out of that pistol formation, running back in front of, behind him, rather. And he'll keep it himself. He'll bounce to the outside, has some open space. He'll gain at least five, and he'll slide down and just short of the 20-yard line. So that'll be a gain of about nine. Keep that clock moving. Run the quarterback counter again. Uh, you be, you're able to break through. Uh, it seems like it's kind of hit and miss what they've been doing here because Kennesaw is bringing just about everybody they can up to the line of scrimmage. Uh, if you can sneak through there, you can get six, seven, eight yards just like we did here. Kennesaw still has a couple of timeouts left. They're going to have to start thinking about using those, especially if you get a first down here. Second and one for Pleasanton from the 21-yard line. They have a 47-42 lead, and this game has just been as entertaining as that score would indicate. Keyshaw calls it out. Hands off to Dixon, and Dixon loses the football, but falling on it is the quarterback, Jackson Keyshaw. Johnny on the spot, 
falling on the football. That's going to be a loss on the play of a couple of, of uh, yards, but they're going to hold on to the football, and now Kennesaw calls the timeout. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. The folks from Pleasanton breathe a sigh of relief. They still have the football with a minute 44 to go, but now they've got it third and four when we return right after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Well, Kennesaw put the football right on the, the helmet, right on the football of Dixon, but Johnny on the spot diving in there is Jackson Keyshaw, and obviously that, that's a quarterback that doesn't mind getting in the fray because he's also your middle linebacker. Right. And he uh, made a great recovery there on the offensive side, and it's now going to be third and about a long three, we'll call it four here, and again, this is probably two down territory. Kennesaw, remember, does now only have one timeout left. This is one of those plays where do you want to make Kennesaw burn the timeout by running the ball, or do you want to be aggressive and go get that first down? Um, Pleasanton's been aggressive all night. I would look for uh, number eight to have his hands on the ball somehow here. Calling for it is going to be Keyshaw. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to cut to the inside. He's going to have enough for the first down. He's going to have a touchdown! 25 yards right up the middle. A nice little cut back to the inside after finding an open space on the right. And tip your hat to that offensive line. They opened a hole when they needed one on third and four. They go for the touchdown. Pleasanton goes for the nice run there. If you get tackled, you make Kennesaw burn the timeout, but instead you bust one right up the gut. Nice little quarterback ISO. Uh, once you get through the first wave, there was no one left. 20-yard touchdown. The snap is down. The kick is up, and it is good. But a huge quarterback keeper, Keyshaw, goes in from 20 yards out, and now it's a 12-point lead with a minute 37 to go here. 54-42. The lead in the hands of Pleasanton, Kennesaw. We'll get the ball. We come back right after this. Welcome to Freddy's. What can we get started for you? I haven't had a carb in three weeks, and if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie, I need a Freddy's original double with cheese, fries, and a turtle sundae. Please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, the experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Key Lime Pie Concrete. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Well, after adding the extra point, 
Chandler here will kick off. It's going to be a squib. It's going to bounce down to the five-yard line. Picking it up here is going to be Denkirk. Denkirk has a seam, has that right sideline, and he's going to be knocked down in stride there. I think that might have been Keyshaw who got the tackle on that far sideline. Otherwise, that might have been a little dicey. As it stands right now, 54-42, 12-point lead for uh, Pleasanton, but... Kennesaw has the ball already out to the 30-yard line. Yeah, a little silver lining. If you uh, give up a first down and tackle the guy, they run the clock out. Pleasanton does. If he scores, you at least get the ball back, and you have something to do with your offense. So you have some say yet left in the game. So first and 10, Denkirk looking to throw, and he'll throw it incomplete on that left side. It's going to be all pass all the time except for you know, quarterback scramble. Just, yeah, now. just a little surprise here. Remind you that uh, the internet streaming of our high school games on Plant River Radio Group of Stations and at PlantRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney Holdridge Lexington and Lincoln. And uh, we'll also promote our Friday night scoreboard show. Brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air, Rivals Bar and Grill. That'll be coming up after our post game show. And after we wrap this one up, we still have a minute 28 to go. It can still happen. It'll happen somewhere tonight in uh, the great state of Nebraska that some team will score two touchdowns late. Denkert gets the low snap, and he'll throw the ball on that left side, and it's going to be incomplete. I did not anticipate that Denkert was going to throw 25 passes tonight. And that's, a, and that's a credit to Pleasanton's front defense. You know, their front three linemen and their, their linebacker, you know, they have made it very tough to run with regular running plays without quarterback scramble. So Kennesaw's had to go to a different facet of their game. Well, this will be, I would assume, the 25th pass of the night coming up here for Denkert. He'll take the snap. He is looking to throw, but he's going to tuck it and go. He goes right up the middle, and he will cut back to the inside, and he'll lunge forward and will have enough for the first down. So they will stop the clock as they get across midfield, bring it down to about the uh, 39-yard line. So that'll be an 11-yard run here. For Tyson Denkirk. Now you got to get a first down. You run the quarterback draw. You get six or seven just off the play design, and then you get three or four off of just uh, guts there by Denkirk. So Denkirk has thrown the ball 24 times, and he's now running at 22. And we've got a minute five to go here. They're going to have to hustle. Look for the old uh, the, the play action pass here again that they've run for a touchdown before. Low snap and is past Denkirk. He'll pick it up at the 25 yard line, and he's just going to air mail it. Out here, and it'll go over the fence. And they're going to throw a flag saying that he was not outside. It wasn't an eligible receiver. They're going to call intentional grounding. Yeah, I think that's probably the right call there. There was there was no one in the vicinity, and it was just a, a blind pick up the ball and throw it. Let me play a little devil's advocate. I mentioned this before. If you're going to protect players the way that we want to protect players with rules, Let's protect our quarterback in a situation like that. Let's let him intentionally ground. Yep. Because he's going to get pasted otherwise. But based on the rules, you're, you're right. Based on the rules, that was intentional grounding. My point is maybe we should change the rule, and that would protect everybody's quarterback, not just Kennesaw. So that intentional grounding. Sounds like you're working for Roger Goodell at this point. I am, I am most <laughs> assuredly not. It'll be a loss of down, so it's third down, and just keeping it here is Denkirk. Denkirk across midfield, and he's going to be uh, knocked out of bounds about the 35. So that's going to end up being a gain of about nine, but it's going to set up now fourth and long. Now, Pleasanton's not quite in a prevent defense, but it, everyone's drifting back. 
So, you know, the quarterback draw will get you another seven to eight to ten yards there. Uh, but now it's fourth and uh, fourth and seven, fourth and eight. Um, you know, quarterback scramble is the only way they're going to run it on this one. Which has been pretty effective for them in these types of situations. Well, they absolutely have got to get a first down here. And it's going to be a quarterback draw. Denkirk on that left side has an angle, leans forward, and it depends on the spot. The official goes up there and marks it right where the pilot, where the... Uh, they dropped the marker. So that would appear that he got the about eight yards. They are going to move the chains out two feet to measure where it's at. Well, so the chain gang is moving out the chains, just like Carney Tuning Repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. They stretch it out, and here is the ball game. It's got to be a first down, or this one is over. They stretch it out on that Kennesaw sideline. And it looks to me like they got it by about a half the length of the football. They stretch it out. Ooh, it's a whole lot closer than I thought. It is enough for the first down. They, oh, my they gave goodness. The, uh, they untwisted the end of the chain there and gave it the extra pull. That just was barely. just enough for the first down. I hear their chinny-chin-chin, but they're not out of the woodshed yet. Still 54-42. Down by a dozen is Kennesaw. But they get a reprieve from the governor here. He was out of bounds, so the clock will stay stopped here with 36 seconds to go. Ball is down to the 28-yard line. Denkirk gets the snap. Shuffles to his right. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone in traffic, and it is going to be tipped and out of bounds. You know, a good good thinking there. You've got a tall 6'2", 6'3", receiver and Hanson going up against a 5'8", defender, but the ball just wasn't quite high enough for your receiver to get up and get it, or Kennesaw's receiver to get up and get it. So a good knock away there. Someone else came in and uh, helped knock the ball away there at the end as well. Well, you're going to get a crowd here because, again, that's what they're going to have to play for. You could throw it in underneath, but I, I have Kennesaw. Well, well you, they got a timeout left. Well, you need, you but, need but two need, scores need two scores. Second. you right. got to get one now. you got to get yeah. something quick. Denkert has it on second and ten. He's going to keep it himself. He's a quarterback draw right up the middle, and he's going to be tackled in space. They're going to have to burn one of those timeouts here. Or not. They're not calling the timeout. Gain of about seven. So Denkert. With the run, gains about seven. Ball game. And they are going to reel it in. They're going to let the clock expire. That is it. Actually, they're stopping things here. There's one second left on the clock. And Kennesaw called timeout with one second left, down by a dozen. Actually, they're going to put four on the clock. So this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. They can carry you since 1994. We'll keep it right here as they get that last second timeout. ENT Physicians of Kearney taking care of you where you need us, specializing in you. They put a little time back on the clock. Honestly, one second on the clock, four seconds on the clock. It doesn't matter. This is going to be the last play. And they only had the one timeout left. 
Coach Snitzler's been through this dodge before. If they didn't get a first down, they were not going to have enough time. Denkirk's just going to swing the ball out to that left side. Hansen with the catch. Hansen at the 15-yard line trying to get the far sideline, and he's going to be brought down at about the 8. So that'll be a gain of 21 on the play, but that's going to be the final play of the ball game. So Brady Klein with the tackle after Wyatt Hansen rushes for 21 yards after making the catch. So that'll be 21 passing yards. And your final score in this one. Kennesaw falls here in Pleasanton to the Bulldogs, 54-42. to 42. A good back-and-forth affair. Uh, Scott, we talked about it several times that uh, you kind of, after getting punched in the jaw, you got a counterpunch. And, and uh, nice job here by Pleasanton, always having that extra counterpunch against Kennesaw, who did not go away after trailing the entire football game. No, we, uh, we, we kind of questioned at halftime who would step up in the second half when, uh, when uh, Trevin went, went out. Uh, in the first half with an injury, because he had a great first half, 167 yards receiving. And I think uh, Tice Westland kind of proved that he was going to step up and be the man in the second half receiving the ball. And uh, Pleasanton just kept Kennesaw at bay all night. Get up two scores, get up, stay up one score, get up two scores. Pleasanton always answered every time Kennesaw countered back with him. And, and give credit to Kennesaw, because uh, those kids played hard all night long. And, uh, you know, Mr. Denkert... Uh, didn't allow their, his team to, to fall by the wayside. He kept him in it all game long, whether he was throwing it uh, to uh, Goldenstein or to Bailey or it was uh, him running the ball on maybe maybe not called runs, but turned out to be runs on, on passes that, that he couldn't make. You know, a scramble play, he runs out. Kennesaw just kept fighting and fighting and fighting, but Plenis, or excuse me, Pleasanton just had a little bit of that. You know, we talked about the experience. It just felt that like they never got into that super nervous point where they where they were going to wilt away. Um, and Kennesaw took, took a couple blows there, back to back to back scores by Pleasanton in the third quarter. Uh, you know, and they they it took them a little bit to settle down in the second half after those big plays by Pleasanton. But they stayed in the ball game, and you know this was a, a five point game with three minutes to go. It was a heck of, heck of a fourth quarter. Well, a well-played football game, and uh, Pleasanton is able to hold on and stay undefeated. They win it 54-42. to We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we are going to have our new Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. County Farm Bureau member, we work for farm families, but our work reaches beyond the farm. We support mental health programs for Nebraskans and inform youth and consumers about agriculture. We're your neighbors. 
Through our partnership with 4-H and FFA, we bring people together to strengthen our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, a passion for our land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you and welcome back time now for our new west sports medicine with peak surgery post game show certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary no matter the activity new west is here to get you back to it schedule your appointment today very active scoreboard here tonight and uh, after it stops spinning it finally reads pleasanton 54 and kennesaw 42 and so Pleasanton remains undefeated on the season. And let's uh, check our uh, scoring wrap-up for you here. It began early on in the first quarter. Jackson Keyshaw, one-yard run. Extra point was good, 7-0 Bulldogs. Kennesaw was able to answer back on the next drive. Tyson Denkirk hit uh, Derek Goldenstein on a 35-yard touchdown pass to make it 7-6. to And then Keyshaw this time hit uh, Tevin Went. Uh, Trevin went on a 60-yard touchdown pass to make it 13-6, to but then Denkirk on a three-yard run made it a one-point ball game yet again. Right before halftime, Keyshaw hit uh, Brady Klein on a 14-yard touchdown pass. The extra point was good. That made it 20-12 to at halftime, and that's when the pace of the game really picked up. Third quarter had a lot of action in it. 11:33, just 27 seconds in, two plays into the uh, the half. Kessler Dixon ran in from three yards out to make it 26 to 20, a 14-point Pleasanton lead at that point. Kennesaw and their ensuing drive answer back. Tyson Denkirk on a 37-yard run to make it 26 to 20, and then Pleasanton scored a couple of back-to-back touchdowns. Keyshaw hit Westland on a 45-yard touchdown pass, and then Dixon ran in from 68 yards. At that point, it was 40 to 20, largest lead of the game for Pleasanton. But then Kennesaw answers back. Denkert hit Wyatt Hansen on a 59-yard touchdown pass. The two-point conversion was good. Keyshaw then hit uh, Westland again on a touchdown pass for Pleasanton. They pushed the lead back out to 47-28. to And then Kennesaw back-to-back scores. Denkert hit Goldenstein on a 20-yard touchdown pass to make it 47-34. They cut the lead down to five when Denkert ran in from five yards out with 5.38 to go in the fourth quarter. 47-42, but then as they were trying to work the clock, uh, Keyshaw was able to run it from 25 yards out on third and relatively long, and uh, they uh, hit the extra point. That made it 54-42, to and that is our final here tonight. That is our scoring wrap-up. Brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. And uh, Randy Bush got a Scott Mulring uh, with us here. And uh, Scott, uh, just a, a great football t- game as these two teams really battled back and forth. And it seemed like no one had a feeling whoever was going to have the ball last might win this one. Yeah, especially when it got down to the, the you know, a one possession game there in the fourth quarter. It uh, was uh, quite a battle. And you just thought that, you know, Two, three more minutes on the clock, and and who knows? Uh, you know, Kennesaw could have could have pulled it off if they had one more defensive stop. 
Well, uh, kind enough to join us after a tough night tonight is Craig Snitzler, head uh, football coach here for Kennesaw, and it it, it just it, it seemed like a boxing match. You guys were put on the ropes several times, but your your team kept battling back. Yeah, we really did. You know, I, I we just it, they were making plays and we weren't. We and uh, but I I told the guys afterward uh, the effort and to be able to keep fighting and come back and you know with five minutes left we're within five points uh, and a chance to win this. And uh, we just couldn't get that stop we needed. Yeah, and you had him on third down a couple of times in that final drive, and just it seemed like Jackson Keyshaw came up with a play every time. Yeah, he really did. He played well tonight. Uh, we struggled to get the kind of pressure we had hoped we were going to get on him. And, um, you know, and their guys, he threw the ball well. Uh, the receivers caught the ball. But it wasn't like they were running free. We just did not make a very good play on the ball when it was – coming down between them and, and they won a lot you know the 50 50 they won i think darn near every one of them well offensively your your but your offense won a lot of those 50 right. 50 balls tyson denkirk had a night did you anticipate tonight that he uh the ball 20 26 times well it seemed like he threw more than that but he he ran uh for about 26 times yeah um he had a big night and yeah he threw the ball well and, and the guys uh caught the ball you know and it was it was just one of those nights we weren't going to run the ball. We just could not get it going. Uh, so we thought, let's go to the air, and we tried to pick the areas where we thought we could get the ball to our guys, and, and he did a nice job doing that. Um, and then, you know, the guys just catching and, and making the yards we needed. Um, but, you know, Tyson tonight, he's he, he had a lot of miles on tonight. He's going to be tired. He is going to be tired. I, I had him with 26 uh, passes, 13 of 26, 224 yards in the air, and he ran the ball also 26 times for 132 yards. And uh, So that's 350-plus yards of total offense for that young man. Yeah, yeah, and that's big. You know, you're talking about a sophomore. So this, this is a young man who's just kind of getting into his groove. And, uh, you know, defensively he had some struggles, but he's a, a great athlete, and, and I don't know. He he has great leaping ability. He just missed time some some pass knockdowns and stuff, and it's uncharacteristic. But you know these guys uh, they didn't quit, and and that certainly they could have laid down as things were going. But we kept fighting, and I'm just really proud of them. And and I hope you know we can learn from this. This is the second game of the year, and uh, we'll improve. You know, coach, uh, you you look at the game as a whole. Uh, you know. Pleasanton was making some big plays on those third downs, like we mentioned, but your kids just never stopped giving up. And you've got a real young bunch of kids. You're starting like five sophomores. you got half your team's freshmen, it looked like. Right. So, yep. you know, where do you go moving forward? I mean, you you got to pick up some quite a few positives from a game yeah, like this. Yeah, you know, you, you do. Yeah, you, you like to thank your defense. Uh, we knew we were going to be challenged defensively, and but we felt we could score, and, and we did tonight. It just wasn't enough. But yeah, with a with a young group like that, um, at times we played like a young group, and at times we played like a veteran group. And uh, so that you know, those are good things because you're gonna they're gonna learn. Uh, they're gonna be around the football game for quite a few years yet. And uh, so, you know, I anticipate. You know, it's not going to be any easier next week against Twin Loop. Uh, but we'll be ready. We'll regroup, and and these kids, uh, they want to be successful, and and it's important to them. So I, I anticipate we will come out and be ready to play next week. Sure. This, this is a great growth game. I mean, it's still going back to the the, the thought that Scott kind of had. I mean, this is a great opportunity for your your football team to grow. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you just you learn from from losses. You learn from the mistakes you made, and and uh, these guys understand the game pretty well, and. 
and uh, you know we'll look at film and and we'll see the things we got to work on and and get better at and you know just we just I just tell the kids you know every day we want to get a little bit better and better and when you're as young as we are you know you can see that growth every day and and on Friday night and you can see that potential out there too oh, absolutely yeah yeah hey coach appreciate the time all right thank you guys thank Let's you coach. Craig Snetzler head football coach for Kennesaw they had a tough one here on the road at Pleasanton a final of 54 yeah. to 42 we're going to step away for a moment try to finalize some numbers and see if we can get uh Coach uh, Westland's attention to get him up here, and we'll do that and continue with our post-game show uh, here from Pleasanton, brought to you, of course, by New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery. We'll talk with the coach. He's on his way up. We'll talk to him right after this. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches beyond the farm. We support mental health programs for Nebraskans and inform youth and consumers about agriculture. We're your neighbors. Through our partnership with 4-H and FFA, we bring people together to strengthen our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, a passion for our land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. And welcome back here to Pleasanton as the Bulldogs remained undefeated with a, an impressive uh, win here tonight against a good team from Kennesaw. 54-42 to 42 is the final, and kind enough to join us is uh, Ricky Westland, the head football coach here. And, wow, your quarterback had a huge night tonight. This is a huge step forward for your program tonight, too. Yes, it is. Uh, like we talked to the kids after the game, uh, assistant coaches spoke up, said this is a culture changer for uh, this team and the kids. And boys athletes, girls have been rolling, but this is what the boys needed. They've put the time in. It's well-deserved for them. And there came some points in the game tonight where I looked back at them, and they're like, oh, here it comes again. You know, they, you saw disappointment when I challenged them. I said, you gotta look, you're going to look back at this when you're old and gray like me someday, and how is this game going to end, and what story you are going to share with your friends later on in life? And so they stepped up and did an excellent job. Well, the analogy we used with uh, Coach Snitzel when we talked to him, it was like a heavyweight fight. Both teams kind of got trapped on the ropes and kind of, you know, they took some punches but they, both teams kept punching back, and you guys had the, the last big counterpunch. Yes, we did. Just, you know, uh, just that whole uh, drive was led by Jackson Keyshaw, who had been lighting up through the air. Uh, we had to get the ball in his hands, let him take the, the team by the reins, just drive it down, put one more in. You know, that's something that we uh, we were noticing is that, you know, he was your leading rusher coming in, albeit only 60-some yards on the air, but when the game was on the line, it was quarterback run, quarterback run, quarterback run. 
keep it in his hands and let the big dog go get it, right? Yes, exactly. And we just didn't want to have a transition of the ball in that part of the game when you think, you know, that's where it's, you're going to lose the ball. Where you push right. it or hand it off. And they're they're bringing the hounds, and you're trying to hand it off. And the one time you did, yes. you know, the ball was on the turf. Yep. So it's better just keep it in, the, keep it in your leader's hands and go for it. Right. Well, it certainly was a leader. I mean, let me just throw some numbers your way. Uh, I had him for 428 yards passing tonight, and I, I still got a total up. I don't think I – I didn't have him for an incompletion in the second half, so that would make him uh, 20 of 25 for 428 yards. That's pretty good. We'll keep him. <laughs> the understatement of the day yes, from Mickey we'll Westland. He's a great uh, kid, uh, even a better person. Yeah, uh, why Why so effective? I mean, it, 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 again, I know he's a good quarterback, but, boy, he put that ball in some really small windows tonight. Yeah, we've been working on it uh, from last spring through the summer. Um, I decided to challenge the boys this year. Uh, we took the boys down to Scott's Frost 7-on-7 uh, seven camp. And you want to talk about some big eyes. We had a little town of Pleasanton rolled in there, and you saw uh, we played a team that had uh, 800 kids per class size. Here we roll in with uh, some good days were 20 kids of class size and we played some big boys and they got confidence we ended up getting into the uh the tournament there played a uh, york first round we beat york and the boys were just as excited they are tonight at that day and it kind of gave them con- or gave them confidence and in that game going back to how we keep control of the ball we didn't go big we we're just trying to manage the game short passes putting in the spots where the kids are going to be open and just controlling the game that way uh just like we did tonight uh, just uh, just did a great job you know, one of the one of the things we talked about at halftime is obviously, you know, Trevin. You lost him for the second half, and he had such a great first half. He had, uh, you know, 162 yards receiving, I believe it was, in the first mm-hmm. half. First half MVP. And then we sit here and we go, okay, who's going to step up and take that, fill that void in the second half? And then there was this number eight on the roster. I can't, I can't even pronounce his name. It's so foreign. That last yeah. name. Yeah. Last yeah. name barely, but it seemed like every time you guys were in a third and long, you ended up getting the ball to Tice. And he made a big play. And yes, some great catches in traffic, which kept, you know, he scored on a couple of them. But, you know, late in the fourth quarter, he has a crossing route and he catches a ball where perfect defense. And double cover. Double cover, him. perfect yeah. defense. And somehow he comes away with it. So yeah. why don't you speak a little bit? I know it's kind of tough being a coach's kid myself speaking about your well, kid. But what about the impact he had in the second well, I'm half? I'm so glad he listens to me on Friday nights. Right. He has his mother's athletic ability. If, so, if only the other six days, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. But you couple those two together, you know, he's just a tremendous kid. He loves football. He's uh, no, just another great leader on the team, great work ethic. And, you know, they know the thing about this team is we've talked about it. You know, it's not how much you hate your enemy or the guy across from you. It's how much you love the guy behind you or next to you. And that's what you saw tonight. We got down at times, but they knew this guy's going to do it for me. Right. When we called some of those little counter – quarterback runs towards the end of the game the kid who's a really good uh kick out blocker likes to pull a lot the kids in the huddle are like yeah they just yeah. looked at him like yeah we know you're going to do your this job this is your time they right? have, yeah. yeah they have confidence in each other sure well uh some numbers tice westland seven catches 217 yards he had 26 yards in the first half so second half mvp uh and uh trevin went in the first half again 162 yards what do you know about his shoulder uh we'll find out more tomorrow We'll see what he's doing. I know they're going to take him in just a precautionary. You can probably get some x-rays on him and just see. But what a heck of a bright future for that kid. Yeah, and just he's a freshman. He's a heck of an athlete, yes. Yeah, and again, uh, we talked about it several times. just seemed like kids doing some sort of weight room exercise where they got strong hands because they, they got hit in the hands a lot when they were making a catch. They, they, they pulled down the rebound several times tonight. Yes, and I know that's one thing we noticed at camp uh, in the summer when we went through those passing camps. 
we were getting the ball stripped from us. We had some uh, little guy from Crate Prep just ripped it right out of our hands. And we're like, are you kidding? That little guy took it. And like, he had strong hands. I said, so that was an emphasis when we catch the ball. Those kids do, I don't know how many reps they get at passing every day, but they're also having to catch and tuck, you know, make sure their hands are strong and possess that ball rather than just catching it and, you know, dance it down the sideline. Okay, you, you touched on this, but I want to expand uh, on it a little bit. Culture change tonight. Yes. Ex- ex- explain what this game really means to you guys. Well, it, we talked about this, like these kids themselves, you know, two and six last year and, you know, it's the, and the seniors have not had winning seasons as it went through. So tonight was a night where we're playing top four, Kennesaw, we're coming to our house, and we finally get some respect to putting us on the, the ratings at number 10. So I said, this is a statement moment for you guys. You're not, you've never been in this position where you got a big dog coming to your house and you have a chance at knocking them off. You know, we've been there, hey, we maybe have an outside shot at beating these guys once in a while in the past, but it didn't happen. So the kids just stepped in and said, hey, we can do this. You know, they started believing. And then as the game started rolling, you know, just, you know, at the end, they were up by a little bit before we made that last drive. They said, hey, we still got a lead. We're still right. up. So it's just that the belief, you know, we were always there knocking on the door, but we finally did it tonight. Right. That was a, that was a, that was a great uh, way to finish the game with you guys. You know, you talk about a four-minute offense with yes. the lead, and that's exactly you had, you know, five minutes or so, whatever it was, yep. and you 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 worked it down and and then eventually punched it in. So that speaks a lot to the I would think the the overall leadership of the yes. team. So, you know, coming up next, how do we avoid the letdown, or how do you guys avoid the letdown? That is. Yep, it's just you know, keep focusing on the goals. Sure, that's all we got to do. Well, you got a couple of weeks before you take on an Overton team, and yep. uh, you know, I guess you have a lot of time to work on some stuff midseason. Yep, get healed up a little bit too. I hope. Yep. I hope so too. Big night. Hey, appreciate the time, Thank Coach. You. Nice win. Thank Coach. you. Rick Wrestling, head football coach here for Pleasanton, who did pick up a big win here, 54 to 42. And let's uh, we've we've given some numbers. Let's try to give you some more uh, numbers. As we mentioned, Jackson Keyshaw, 428 yards passing, uh, 20 of 25 in the air. Wrestling, seven catches for 217 yards. Trevin Went had four catches for 162 yards. Seth Eckel had three catches for 10 yards in the game. T.J. Bailey had one catch for one yard. Kessler Dixon on the ground carried the ball. Uh, 13 times for 97 yards. Jackson Keyshaw had that huge 20-yard touchdown run that sealed the deal. He finished with 25 yards rushing on 10 carries. And uh, before he got hurt, Trevin Went had carried the ball four times, uh, had a couple of plays go the wrong direction, and finished with a negative 11 yards. But again, a huge night in the air here for Jackson Keyshaw, 428 yards. For Kennesaw, the statistics all point toward Tyson Denkert, who uh, carried the ball 26 times for 132 yards. He also threw the ball 26 times for uh, 13 pass completions, did have one intercepted. He threw for 224 yards. Wyatt Hansen had six catches for 21 yards. Dedrick uh, Goldenstein had uh, uh, five catches for uh, 20 for 100 yards. I'm sorry, six catches for 117 yards was Wyatt Hansen. Uh, six catches for 100 yards was Derek Goldenstein. Trey Kennedy had one catch for six yards. And again, a huge night tonight offensively for both of these two squads. For Kennesaw running the ball also was Wyatt Hansen. He carried the ball 12 times for 30 yards. Trey Kennedy had one carry, but no yards in the game. And again, your final 54-42. Kennesaw with that last uh, touchdown with a minute 37 to go by Keyshaw from 25 yards out, and uh, that seals the deal here. And as we said, a huge uh, win that changes the culture here in Pleasanton. Yeah, uh, you know, 
Coach Westland, you know, he, he talks about his team. These seniors have not had a winning record. Well, you know, they're one game away from minimum of 500 this year, 3-0. and They don't look like a 2-6 and team from last year. They look like a, an experienced bunch of kids that are they're making plays that, you know, the, the, they're, they're on the cusp here, it looks like. You know, like they've got the ball rolling in the right direction. It's just, you know, that you get a week off, uh, you know, recharge the batteries a little bit, and for them – come back with, uh, you know, Overton, another Fort Kearney Conference team, and, and uh, you know, kind of probably a similar team to what over or to what Kennesaw was tonight. And that is a team that likes to, uh, likes to ground and pound and uh, hangs their hat on their defense. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment. Coming up next is the Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill Friday Night Scoreboard Show. I'm Randy Bushcutter for Scott Mallring and their engineer, Cannon Rath, back in the studios. Again, a nice 12-point win here for Pleasanton, 54-42 over Kennesaw. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.